Hello and welcome back. I've missed you, but this show is finally back in action. I hope it fills the mage cast shaped hole in your heart nice and snugly. My guest this episode is Aaron, aka Sanity Crypto of the Coin Boys podcast, and it's virtually a podcast. And the two of us manly men sit down to talk about <sighs> Animal Crossing New Horizons. Okay, look, it's a fun game, all right? And since most of us are in lockdown now, the best thing you can do is listen to the Who and play video games. And also, listen to podcasts just like this one. Trust me, I'm a mage. Wise from your grave. Hey, did you? if you heard that divine voice echoing through the zenith, that means that Magecast is officially back from the dead. We've been resurrected like so much DLC that people wish you, they existed uh, for a certain character from a certain JRPG that we could spoil, <laughs> but we won't because I caught flack for that. So... This is Magecast. She's dead. She's gone. She, oh, She's forever. She? Now we know it's a she. Oh, oh dang. Oh, oh, no. My bad. Uh, spoilers. Cancel Sanity spoiler. That's right. <laughs> Sanity spoiler. That's going to be a hashtag right there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sanity spoils everything. So this is a podcast that's been dead for a cool minute. Uh, what happened, folks, is I got sick uh, around about Valentine's Day. Uh, it was not an STD. It was uh, <laughs> it was a chest cold that I lost my voice actually two times and uh, went to the ER. Um, oh wow! Yeah, they they I had trouble breathing. Um, they were like, "Here's an Are inhaler." Are you patient zero? I'm patient zero <laughs> of, of COVID nineteen. That sounds like a that sounds like a supervillain name. Patient zero. Patient zero. Uh, with right. the ability to infect the planet. No, I didn't have pneumonia. I didn't have anything. Uh, well, that's it good. was yeah. It was just some sort of uh, flu, upper respiratory infection, whatever you want to call it. Um, so it took me yeah. It took me weeks to get over it though. Um, in that time, I had to dip out on one episode of Story Mode, which if you're not familiar, Story Mode is a new podcast that I helped launch alongside Writer's View, a.k.a. Blue, and Retro Game Brews, a.k.a. Ryan. So it's a three-co-hosted show. I'm um, very aware, and I'm yes. a fan. Oh, that, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yes, Did absolutely. you listen to the one that uh, I think it came out today? It was uh, Explosive. A little bit. I did not listen to today's yet. I was like, ooh, that could be something to listen while I'm tarantula hunting. As we were discussing game. before yeah. the pod. Yes. Yeah, uh, it is. Uh, so when we launched the show for the first time, uh, we put out five episodes, I think it was. Yeah, you and, cranked those uh, out. Yeah, a couple people were like, uh, there's not enough disagreement. So if you want oh. to see disagreement from us, <laughs> man, check out episode 10. I think there was plenty of healthy disagreement, and that's why when you and Blue would get into it, I was like, I got to make the red versus blue mean. Yeah, that's right. That's totally it. And you're yeah. definitely our unofficial resident meme maker. That's, that's right. Yeah. The unofficial CEO of memery uh, for story mode. <laughs> well, uh, as for Magecast, um, maybe you're not familiar. Maybe you might be a new listener. Magecast is basically... Welcome. Welcome. Welcome yes. to Magecast. Uh, yes. It's about taking a single game 
and kind of unpacking it, uh, deconstructing it, examining its individual parts as much as possible, but also looking at the macro, how it fits into its cultural context, its historical context, hardware, software context, and so on, its franchise context. Um, so it's very much a, a show about one game per episode, although we talk about a wide range of things. And I always kind of remind new guests um, that we can really talk about anything that they want to related to this game. So uh, today, though, uh, I have as my guest uh, who's been talking, so it's not a huge surprise. Uh, and you folks will be familiar with with uh, with my good friend here, Sanity Aaron. How you doing? I'm good, my friend. Thank you for having me back. Yeah. Always a good time. Yeah, hailing from the best state in the Republic. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> California. California, right? Both of us in Southern California, dude. <laughs> yeah. I've never yeah. met anybody that talked like that from here. Do people do that? Uh, uh, yeah, you get that weird, weird mix. Um, I have a friend who's born and raised from Long Beach, and he talks with some kind of, like, dude hillbilly accent and i'm like yeah. where did you where it's did you get this like a drawl it's like where did yeah. you come from <laughs> yeah i know um, it happens so uh sanity aaron i what i'm gonna not gonna call you sanity aaron the whole time aaron yes what, what are you playing right now and uh what are some things you might be working on well i think it is definitely uh known to uh, us to each other that we are both playing a quite a bit of animal crossing new horizon <laughs> as we do see each other online quite a bit yeah quite a um, bit is an understatement yeah, by the way uh, exactly <laughs> and we'll get I to know. that <laughs> uh and it's funny since we are marked as best friends on the game as soon as we get on i feel like we're yelling at each other because it goes i'm online i'm <laughs> online it seems it's like red says that twice you can... i assume i do too so well yeah i kind of repeat it's often I always assume that the the people that it says I'm online like every ten minutes are time traveling. I'm not sure. Oh yeah, that's yeah. true. We'll get into the time traveling as well. But, yeah. Uh, no, uh, otherwise, you know, since I'm a uh, the also resident VR fan of the Mage Cast <laughs> uh, guests, that uh, I've been playing the new uh, VR game Half Life Alex, which is really glorious and is pretty much the most glorious uh, VR experience I've ever seen so far. So yeah. it's um it's an ama amazing reimagining of uh it happens in between I think Half-Life 1 and 2 uh I believe in the timeline. I'm not a super fan of Half-Life. I know there are many out there that I had a little back and forth with I think um your mom's favorite reviewer on one of your threads. My mom? <laughs> yes. No, yes sure. <laughs> no, that was a great. I know I was like it's a, it's a great uh Twitter name for him. That's a great Twitter name, yeah. Uh, but he was saying, he's like, oh, they're so out of touch. How could they make a uh, Half-Life and put it only in VR? And I had to disagree with him. I said, no, I think somebody took a really bold move to really make up the first AAA game, the first full-size AAA game in VR, which hadn't been done yet. Everything else is like a demo. So it's, yeah. it's super exciting Now, is VR that fans. is that enough to actually push VR units? Uh, well, I would say the VR units themselves were already, I mean, they sold out of every model of Oculus for this last Christmas season, mm -hmm. uh, which was huge. I was like, oh my God, they're flying off the shelves. However, many of, uh, previously used ones were popping up all over Facebook marketplace and eBay of people that bought them, used them twice, got sick or didn't use them or bought them for their kids and didn't get used. So I think the popularity is getting there, but now people are playing it and they're like, oh, this game's awesome. This is amazing. Oh, it's over. You know, so, right, right, right. So that yeah. it's, uh, you know, you get a two hour experience and then it's pretty much done. Um, right. So this is the first full size from a AAA company, which means, I mean, Epic has done some games on there too, but again, they're short. So I'm really waiting to see that if 
this is going to tip the scales that the next company is going to be like, all right, let's get in there and make a, a really sick VR game now. And so hmm. exciting. I hope it does. Watch um, uh, watch Final <clears throat> Fantasy 16 be on VR. Could you uh, imagine? You, oh, jeez. Uh, did you actually see that uh, there was somebody who got, I guess, some of the code or like a, from the either the demo or something like that for the Final Fantasy VII remake that hidden in the code was a VR mode in a menu for the mm. PSVR, they believe. So yeah. they don't know how that happens or how it looks or whatever, how it's going to play out. I can't even imagine. Are you just going to be Cloud the whole time or do you switch between Cloud and Barrett and Tifa when you're in action? I mean, that yeah. could be disorienting. Um, yeah. Well, it, that, that wouldn't be too unprecedented if they eventually released a VR version of that remake. Uh, mm. But yeah, that, that would create quite a few interesting uh, gameplay features, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely raises an eyebrow. So, um, yeah. But yeah, I think you know, I think VR is on the cusp of something big, personally. I'm a huge fan, huge proponent, so I'm, a, I'm excited about that. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, but um, as I'm working on, um, speaking of which, I have It's VR, a podcast, which uh, is live on Mondays at 6 p.m. on Pacific Standard Time. So uh, to be responsible, uh, coronavirus uh, social distancing people, we do our podcast in the virtual space. So people come join on Mixer and can watch and kind of participate in the in the audience. So it's good times. Awesome. And there will be yeah. a link for that uh, in the description. Uh, we'll get you more information on that. Folks, yeah. so check that out. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Now, uh, so what are you playing? I uh, am playing. <laughs> uh, well, well, before we get into Animal Crossing, uh, so I played a game <laughs> called Hidden Through Time. Uh, this little oh. cute little indie um, from Crazy Monkey Studios uh, that we got a key for. And it was nice. basically like a game version of Where's Waldo, except the, the setting gimmick was it's uh, traveling through different time periods. Um, and it was mm. actually like a lot of fun. I enjoyed Where Where's Waldo back in the day. I actually wrote a review on this game, and there'll be a link in, that, uh, in uh, the description if you want to check that out. But I played it with my cool. four-year-old, and we had a lot of fun. Um, it's actually quite devious. A couple oh. times they're like, hey, so here's a huge like Egyptian desert, uh, and we want you to find like a hair. And I'm like, what? Uh, how? Uh, so, yeah, some of the, some of the puzzles. Hair. Yeah, some of the puzzles in there wow. are a little tough. I was actually wondering when you said that. I'm like, is it where in time is Carmen Sandiego? Because I remember that one, too. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't remember that one. But so I'll have to take your word for it. Mm. Uh, Fair enough. I'm also playing uh, Panzer Dragoon Remake. Um, oh, yeah, on the Switch, yeah? Yeah, shmupping it up. Uh, that is a game that I have not played for a very long time. So that was a nice... Uh, <sighs> Been a very long time, yes, since yeah. I played Panzer Dragoon. Now I I don't even rem barely remember it, but I remember that my friend had it and we 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 played around with it for a little bit. But seeing it now again on the Switch in HDs, it's it's quite beautiful. So they upscaled the graphics, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, seems like they're doing that with a lot of the even like the they're just kind of reskinning them a little bit with you know smoothing them out, and they yeah. don't really need to add any content. It looks they look really good. Yeah, um, though the setting especially looks fantastic. The sky, the sea, the the ruins that you fly through in the early stages um, just oh, looks cool. beautiful. But yeah, it's not as uh, polygonal anymore and rough edged. <laughs> it's very, very polished uh, visually. So that's nice. Um, that's cool. Yeah. And then, of course, I'm just playing a, too much Animal Crossing New Horizons. <laughs> if there is such a thing. <laughs> I, there is. 
Yeah, because it's like some people play it for peacefulness, you know, and and I I feel like I'm on the grind. I'm yeah, like, get to work, get to work. There's so much yeah. to do. I know, and it's just question, how I approach these games. Yeah, and a question that I wanted to ask you is, uh, you know, do you consider yourself like addicted? Addicted in a super casual sense uh, to yes. this game? I need rehab. I need an intervention. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, not that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Um, uh, there is a rehab facility called New Horizons, uh, funny enough. So, oh, really? Uh, <laughs> I think it's in Malibu. Oh. Yeah. And it's for this game in particular. <laughs> Specifically for Animal Crossing. <laughs> uh, no, I found myself, uh, yeah, surprisingly just really engaged with it. Like, you can sit down and, and really just uh, put in a lot of time. Because, you know, you, you get up and you kind of do the basic things. Oh, let me go check. Oh, my trees have got some fruit on it. Okay, let me get some peaches off there. No, I'm going to dig, you know, these things out of the ground and go catch some bugs. And you do your standard maintenance. But then it's like, once you've done all that, you're like, okay, well, how do I progress? And then you can find the next task. And then you can get task-oriented. And you can really lose yourself in, in really getting at those tasks. Yeah. So the, the two big things for me are definitely the task. Uh, the task... Uh, features in this game mm -hmm. um you know it's always oh you paid off your house here's a here's a here's a loan that you need to, to pay <laughs> off the your next part of your house i'm like darn it uh and it just keeps yeah. it keeps spiraling outward right so there's it that and does. then there's also the decorative um aspect so i'm very much somebody who likes uh symmetry who likes um creating sort of like meaningful areas and not just uh, having chaos. I like to rule the chaos. And that's been true for me for all of these kinds of games. Um, Stardew Valley, Harvest Moon, Rune Factory. I always love to create um, a, lot of, a lot of order. So Animal mm. Crossing has been cool in that regard in that uh, you have quite a lot at, at your disposal. It's not just like furniture. Uh, no, you've you personalized your island quite a bit. Yeah, you know, with the sprites and and the, the designs and layouts. Yeah, of the, landscaping. You know, yeah, and, and and the housing. You're, mm -hmm. you're like a, you've got an HOA going on. Yeah, almost. pretty much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, even down to uh, the kinds of NPCs that you have on your island. So yes, you can uh, curate those. Yeah, and actually, actually, I do want to mention that, but I'll, we'll <laughs> yeah, save we'll that. Talk about we'll that. save that toward uh, the end. I managed to to evict somebody. Um, so I can confirm how to do it, um, but we'll save that towards the end there. So I just love this as a, a little uh, dissection into your, the psychology of Red. Yeah, well. <laughs> I'm very serious. I'm like, I don't want... Well, the, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that. Uh, so this is episode 46. I did it all for Tom Nookink. Can you sing that? <laughs> I, I shall not. I regretted that as soon as I DM'd it to you. I was like, oh. So, I said that to you in the, the lyrics of Limp Biscuit, And uh, I said that to you and I immediately apologized. I said, I'm sorry. I will see so myself great. out. That's yeah. so funny. Uh, yeah. Uh, of all the Nook puns that I've seen, um, we put out a couple as merch. Um, yes. You've got some gold ones in there, uh, honestly. What was it? I'm trying to think of which one got DMCA'd. Knock knock. No, yeah, who's nook there? nook. Who's there? Oh, nook nook. Who's there? Nook nook. Who's there? Uh, what does it just say? Loans or it says like? <sighs> Was it Tom? Tom who? Oh no, it your says loan it says loan debt. Loan debt. <laughs> who? Tom Nook. Uh, right. And then there's it's a uh, hard nook life, which is from you. That's right. <laughs> um, there's a uh, shoot. Was there's four? I can't remember what the other one was. Um, but we did get one that was DMCA'd, so it got taken down, and that was Nook oh, Nook wow. Nookin' on Heaven's Door. Um, really? And it was not Nintendo, 
that uh, DMCA'd us. It was literally the company that evidently owns the rights to that song, uh, Knock Knock Knocking on Heaven's Door. And I was like, that's kind of crazy. But I, there's not much you could do about it. There so. was some internet nerd who was like, oh, my goodness, <laughs> a violation of these rights. Let me report this to yeah. ASCAP. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but the so yeah, this pun though I did it all for Tom Nook Inc. comes from you. We just need to get that out of the clear. Just make sure that people know this is the san the insanity that comes from sanity crypto. <laughs> <laughs> I have some horrible puns. Yeah, this is a great. I some, mean, I laugh some great ones hard. now again. That's yeah. Me. Um, <sighs> playing with my son uh for the first couple days, um he kept calling and I'm sorry to say this he kept calling Tom Nook and Timmy and Tommy. Uh, the Nookies, and I said <laughs> to him, you cannot, you just can't call them that. You cannot. Uh, uh, he's like, well, what are they? I was like, they're Nooks. Say Nooks. And he kept saying it. I was like, please say Nooks. The Nookies. You're like, oh, I'm a bad father. Please say Nooks. Uh, but anyways, uh, I don't squash this before he says it in public. Anyways or anything. No. I haven't heard yes. Limp Biscuit since like the 90s. Uh, but today, hey, we're going to talk about Animal Crossing New Horizons released on Woo. March 20th. 2020 2020 20 by nintendo for the nintendo switch here's a couple of introductory mage facts new horizons is the ninth entry in the animal crossing series wow. though it appears to be the first animal crossing entry many have ever played i see that honestly i think with uh the wildfire that's caught on social media about it um there are the ancient fans that have been talking about this and waiting for a long time but there's a lot of people are just jumping right in yeah. and i think there was a lot of factors that really went with this i mean the timing could not have been better when most of the entire planet is on uh home shelter at home status yeah so, no you uh, remember yeah. when the previous one released uh pocket camp that was in 2017 i remember yes, seeing a couple I toyed people with that, actually oh okay i didn't at all i i had like zero interest um but i remember people being like hey can you friend me so i can get my farmville coins or whatever it was uh, uh, for yeah. that, it, that's what it had that feeling. It had the Farmville feeling, like right. can you visit and like, and then put a sign down that says that you were there, and then I get things, and then you can leave now. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, why? Let, let's maybe let's get into this topic now. Um, why? So you and I, uh, this is our first Animal Crossing. You, know, you say you mm -hmm. dabbled a tiny bit in Pocket Camp. Whether that counts or not is up to the alpha nerds to sort out. But yes. for all intents and purposes, this is your first Animal Crossing game, and it's also my first Animal Crossing game. And the mm -hmm. big question that I've tried to sort out for the past week, week and a half, some change, two weeks, is why? Why am I interested in playing New Horizons when I have zero investment in Animal Crossing, when actually none of the games have really appealed to me at all except for the first one now and then uh mm -hmm. but i've never played it why new what is it about new horizons that it seems to be grabbing new players uh i i will start with for me personally i uh when i was doing a show with uh our friend producer btw uh andy on twitter we were doing a show together, a podcast, and he said the most excited the game he most game he was most excited about on the on the Switch was Animal Crossing: New Horizons that was coming up. And I and at that time I had not played any of the uh, you know routine life, uh, simple life kind mm -hmm. of games, mm -hmm. uh, the farming 
sim, the more of the, you know, I guess more than just a farming sim, but all those style of games, I had never really gotten into those. And I was just like, Animal Crossing, why? And he's like, you're going to play it with me. And I was like, okay. So we put it on my radar. And then I downloaded Pocket Camp and I was like, I don't get the appeal if this is what the game's going to be. Mm-hmm. So I, I dabbled with that a little bit. And then I have found, uh, because again, a lot of people were talking about it. Uh, you as well, when we were on uh, Twitter, was uh, Stardew Valley coming out. And I was like, okay, let me give this a shot. Everybody's raging about Stardew Valley. It's come to the Switch. People are excited. I downloaded it. I played like two hours the first. At first, and I was like, eh, I kind of get it. I put it down for like three weeks. Came back to it, I think, because I was going on a trip. And I just, now I've got 115 hours into it or something like that. Sounds about uh, right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I really, really, really enjoy Stardew Valley. Uh, And I, again, I, you know, you wake up, you milk your cows, you water your crops, you go into town, you sell some wood from trees you chop down or you know it's just so simple but and and, and this kind of gets into the same groove there this i found kind of the similar thing is like you know found animal crossing so when it, it came up and a lot of people were excited i was like well it's gonna have online and i know a lot of the community and my friends will be there so let's dive in and check it out so i pre-ordered it and luckily it still got delivered even i guess it was considered essential by amazon so. ah there you go <laughs> yeah. and it was yeah. right at the at the start of sort of the lockdown starting to happen in, uh, yes. in North America. Yeah. So uh, it, it got in on time, lucky. Um, we we're kind of having a shaky launch, it seems like, for the Final Fantasy remake. There's a lot of people worried about whether they're going to get their copy at all, and then there's some people getting their copy early, uh, mm-hmm. which kind of drives you nuts, right? It's like, am I going to get my copy at all? If I don't get it at all, why did Joe Schmo in the UK get his like two weeks early? <laughs> you know? I was waiting and then I got my text. It's like, we've delivered Animal Crossing. I was like, yes, it's time. <laughs> nice. So yeah, it was nice. uh, exciting times, especially because yeah, lockdown. Yeah. Again, I've got a backlog that could last me until December if we were locked down. However, I wanted to play this game. I was excited about it. Uh, and I did not order Doom, pre-order Doom Eternal, even though I got to uh, play the demo at E3. It's really beautiful. It looks really fun and amazing. But uh, I chose the cutesy, uh, <laughs> less, you know, routine life game over uh, slaying demons in hell. So, you know. <laughs> oh, there could not be more uh, juxtaposed. They could not be more different from each other, it seems <sighs> like. And uh, what what funny games to, to come out together. Some of the social media uh, art that's come out, uh, oh, the, the memes the with Doom Isabel. Ac- yeah, the Doom <laughs> account itself being like, I can't wait when Nintendo would put out an announcement for Animal Crossing. I'm like, this is like too funny. It's just so funny. Um, yeah. But yeah, for me, um, uh, the island aspect is something that I really like. I love the beach. I don't get to the beach often enough. Grew up uh, in mm-hmm. Hawaii, lived there for 17 years. I love the ocean so that was a big draw for me. Um, also, having kids now, uh, I remember mm-hmm. watching the last Animal Crossing Direct, and they're talking about the co-op and the multiplayer features. I'm like, this looks super fun. I love when a new game, like a big new game, comes out, and something I can play with my kids. It's not rated M for literally everything. Yeah. You know? Uh, I'm looking forward to that for my daughter, too. Yeah. It's, it's, and it is, it's, it's a priceless uh, feeling to to watch how a game teaches and to see how a player learns um, through interacting with these games. So he he loves the game. I love the game. It's great fun. We can play it together. Sometimes mm-hmm. he takes over my character. Sometimes he'll move like he'll push the fountain to the side. I'm just like, what would you do? 
but uh, he's actually <laughs> because of your symmetry. Yeah, <laughs> my symmetry. Uh, he's actually he's actually really good at this game. So it's cool to see That's good. that uh, you know he could be task oriented. It's helping him kind of work through like numbers too and things like that. Um, oh, how much he can afford to purchase and how much it subtracts from his total bills. So I'm like, man, if he learns loans and debt from this game, he's set for <laughs> adulthood. Learn debt because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I was like, when I was a teenager, like nobody taught me about like what loans are and debt and stuff like that. It's all the stuff you don't. Oh, learn. I um, have gripes about that. That I was like, nobody taught me how to write a check. No, nobody even taught you. Nobody even teaches you how to wash dishes properly or <laughs> how to do laundry. Like those are those are life skills, dude. I remember instead having... they're like hot cross buns. I'm like, great. You know, so... <laughs> I remember having uh, an employee at the restaurant that didn't know how to mop. And I was like, how do you oh. not know? How? Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. it's just people that, that uh, miss out on these core life, like the basics, you know? So, that uh, needs to be taught in yeah. schools. Or maybe, yeah. maybe, yeah, maybe you can learn some economics from Animal Crossing. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, though, yeah. uh, that's, that's sort of what drew me into it. Um, the thing that drew me into... Uh, wanting to play the original Animal Crossing now and then uh, was I really do like the the farming sim, the village sim, the life sim. Because you were really big into uh, Harvest Moon, no? That's right. You I've... played a lot, lot of the series, if yeah. I remember correctly. Yeah, now I've played, um, I'm actually looking at a list right now because I was anticipating you asking me this. Um, <laughs> I've played almost all of them except for the DS titles. Um, wow. And up until they they shifted the title or the series title to Story of Seasons, I was like, I'm not playing this. Um, but the <laughs> stuff before, uh, yeah, pretty much everything that wasn't handheld, um, minus the the color and the Game Boy Advance stuff, I've played that. Um, mm-hmm. And then I've and those you can play for eternity too, right? Yeah, um, a lot mm-hmm. of them. There's a couple of them. I think a couple of them that end after like three years, three in-game years or something like that. As they're not okay. real time, either. Like Animal Crossing, I think that's a that's a unique Animal Crossing thing. I agree. Um, well, at least new to me, unique to me, new, new to me. I have not played one that literally goes with our our regional cycle. Day yeah. Cycles. No, and I hadn't yeah. either. I think it is. I think it's that's a that's a a hallmark of this series. But um, also played Rune Factory, which is cool. It's kind of like Harvest Moon, but it adds dungeon crawling. Um, a little unpolished, uh, the mm. ones that I've played, but still fun. And again, the basic village sim type stuff. Uh, and then uh, Stardew Valley is one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, played like... Oh, it's glorious. Yeah, multiple runs through that game over a hundred hours. I love it. I love it. There's so much. I saw an article that said, uh, <clears throat> um, the creator suggested that there are still, uh, things in Stardew Valley that no player has ever discovered. And I was like, man, that's yeah. pretty cool. I mean, there's, yeah, it's, it seems like, you know, you don't get a lot of explanation. It, it holds your hand a little bit. It's just kind of like, oh, we'll do this, do this, do this. But as you go in, you can kind of explore, and there's just it, it goes into this like 16-bit rabbit hole that you haven't that we never really even had aside from I'd say something like you know Final Fantasy VI slash three of stuff where it's like they just lock stuff away and they're not going to tell you about it. You just got to discover it. You know, it's like how you get edge if you, you know, when the world's being destroyed, you don't jump off. You say, yeah, let's wait. And then he finally get him as, as the game goes on. Like, nobody knew that. And I didn't find it out in the Game Pro or Nintendo Power for many, many, many months. Yeah. And finding <laughs> so, stuff that, like that stuff out by playing the game is is super cool. 
Uh, it's very exciting. Yeah. yeah, that's one of the fun things about uh, Stardew Valley. But mm-hmm. so that yeah, this is a genre that very much appeals to me, and like you said, it's the perfect time to pick this game up. Uh, and I'm new to the genre, and I am already hooked on. I, and again, my wife will even ask, like, are you still doing this farming game? And I'm like, yes, I'm still doing the farming game. <laughs> How dare you ask that? Of course. I know. <laughs> the, I've, got, I've got peaches to harvest. Still in the honeymoon phase, practically. Um, yeah, that's right. So a couple more mage facts here. Satoru Iwata noted that 56% of people who pre-ordered Animal Crossing New Leaf identified as female. And Animal Crossing seems to maintain a majority female player base. This is also reflected in marketing. That's really interesting. Uh, yeah, it is interesting. Um, I saw, I should pro- should look this up again, but I saw um, a breakdown of the demographic uh, a while ago. I want to say in like 2017 or 18, uh, that the majority of people who play video games are female. Um, and it was something like 52, 53%. Um, and mm-hmm. that's including all forms of video games so no gatekeeping of like mobile games aren't real games free-to-play games aren't real games pc (laughs) games aren't real games genesis games aren't real games it's it's all video sky's the limit with those yeah (laughs) it's all the it's all the games no console wars no mobile hatred involved uh all video because you gotta think i mean games like farmville games like bejeweled uh Tetris on your phone are played candy by crush, bro. Mil- candy crush. Candy crush yeah, played by like millions. 80% female. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's it right there. That, that accounts for it right there. So I think that's an interesting <laughs> so, thing to note. Uh, next one here is new horizons became the target for review bombing from players specifically angered by its multiplayer functions. Besides that, however, new horizons is the highest critically rated game in the series on the aggregator site metacritic <laughs> i forgot the, to write the in the series part uh, oh it, because i was like it is not the highest critic the highest rated, rated game. game that ever has I was existed like, on that's metacritic. absolutely not true what did i forget and i was like <laughs> I in the series that's what i forgot <laughs> yeah um so the review bombing have you seen any of that I, we mentioned it on story mode i um, did that's what i heard it on story mode and uh, you know i Sometimes some of the fanatical uh, and fantastic video game news, it's it gets clickbaity too. So sometimes I'm just like, eh. But it's it's apparently true that people were so enraged that you could only have one island per Switch. Mm-hmm. How dare you? And that co-op, and we'll talk about these things in a fair critical light in a in a few minutes here. Um, oh yes, but, I have my critiques as well. But yeah, uh, p- but, people giving things a zero because a single facet of a game is just ridiculous. It is me. ridiculous. I mean, you're it's, literally yeah. taking all the other features, a mm-hmm. lot of features, and yeah. throwing them underneath one feature. Uh, for what reason? I don't know. But Did these people not know that we can make toast now. <laughs> Do you not understand? <laughs> you know? um, I haven't met any of, the, of these people. Thank goodness, I would probably have a lengthy conversation with them. Yes, um, but be. I think that, and this is something we talked about again on Story Mode. I'll leave a link to that episode in particular, so that you can hear it. Um, but yeah, I think that this just demonstrates the state of um, of reviewing. And, and criticism in our world today. Uh, it- yeah, well, you guys brushed on the topic, too, that you're like, when everybody gets their voice heard, you know, I think the people that 
seem to get the most attention are the ones who go to the most extreme. Right. And so well, they yeah. know if you have to a really million reach people, for the stars. <laughs> if you have a yeah. million people trying to say something, the people that are not just the loudest but say the craziest things are yes. going to be the ones that are that are heard the most. And that explains yep. journalism. That explains all kinds of things. Headlines. That explains all these mm. criticisms, these critiques and reviews. The crazier or, or most uh, enraging Enraging, that's not a word. Uh, enraging, I believe, is a is word. Is it? Enraging. That is an enraging statement you oh, just made. Okay, we'll let it fly. <laughs> yes, the the most enraging hyper... Someone can correct us. <laughs> hyperbole, <laughs> sensationalism, uh, is going to be the stuff that, that moves to the top, like the dross uh, when you're trying to refine gold. So. Yeah, that's the double-edged sword of, of everybody being able to contribute i mean that's a great thing everybody can really contribute everybody can add their voice to uh, a lot of statements and comments i mean hence reddit you get some really amazing things on reddit reddit is also a cesspool of hate (laughs) and and anger i mean that's where the dark side of the force is born it's like the cradle of life there was reddit yeah i've met so (laughs) many people terrified of reddit and i'm actually one of them um i just i don't like going on there it is such a resource i mean when we've been able to share content on reddit it's been huge and lovely and wonderful Mm -hmm. but i you certainly have to do it in a certain way or they will tear you to pieces it is snark infested waters that's for sure (laughs) it's very true Uh, so anyway Uh, um back to uh, animal crossing here in the uk new horizons sold Three times the physical copies that its immediate competitor, Doom Eternal, sold. Uh, so it was doing oh, quite dude. well. And the physical copies, I think, were probably impacted by all of these lockdowns. Uh, impacted by all these totally. lockdowns. So I got it digital. I know a lot of people got it digital. Didn't you change from di- uh, physical to digital because of the news? No, I, I was planning. I don't do pre-orders. Um I'm I'm already I've I've yeah edged away from those as well. Yeah, I'm already skeptical yeah. about pre-orders. Um, I like to be able to go to a store and get the product in my hand. A couple times I've pre-ordered it and they're like it's coming Friday, and then it doesn't show up, and then Saturday morning they're like it's coming Monday. And I'm like, dang it! Oh, <laughs> and all your friends, you go online and you see all your friends playing the game. Yeah, I'm and just you don't like, have, d- like I paid oh. for it, so I can't like go out and buy another one. So, uh, you know, I just I just <laughs> yeah. yeah wait and just buy it at the store but i couldn't this time because i didn't want to go outside so uh you i mean you could have because gamestop deemed themselves essential <laughs> and we're still staying open but <laughs> i, I would have gone gone to, to uh to target it's like closer anyway and it's also not gamestop so it's, it's <laughs> don't support the devil uh, yes i agree in japan new horizons marked the largest launch of any game for nintendo switch wow um, yeah beat out huh. uh pokemon sword and shield I was going to say, which beat out Breath of the Wild, was it before? Uh, I forget. Yeah. Might have been. Uh, might have been. been, yeah. Um, it, but yeah, that's great. I mean, hey, breaking records all across the board. Yeah. Although Switch sales were probably spiked like absolute insanity for the world. I actually heard they were sold out and are uh, being scalped for 600 yes. to $1,000 yes. now in certain areas. The Switch has been out yeah. for a couple of years now, and now it is being price scalped. Uh, it's crazy. Price gouged. Um, Bravo, Nintendo. Yeah, um, they're they're like I made the joke before. They they don't exactly need an excuse to create 
um, product scarcity. You remember the NES Mini de- debacle, the scandal? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, remember. I never got mine because I was like, oh, I'll wait and see what people think. And then I was like, oh, good God. Yeah. yeah. I wanted it day like one. $300. Couldn't find it. Couldn't find it for the I longest know. time. I ended up getting a knockoff emulator that was basically in a case of an NES Mini. Ah. And it had Angry Birds and 8-Bit. And I was like, what is this? It had like 200 <laughs> yeah. games of all these. It's like, oh, you can play all these classics. And I had some on there. But it had some that never should have existed. Yeah, hmm. the Physics, uh, 8-Bit, Angry Birds did not work. So, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I ended, I, up playing a, I ended up paying a gouger for mine. Oof. Yeah. Dirty. Well, you got it now. Yeah, I and got it And people but... lined up for that SNES Mini and the PS1 Mini, and they're still kind of available. Yeah, the PS1 <laughs> Mini uh, is definitely available. It's like 80% <laughs> off available. Uh, the Super Nintendo Mini, I pre-ordered... Um, like the day that they announced pre-orders were going up, like in the have first well. hour or two hours I pre-ordered. And then like in the next 45 minutes, pre-orders were gone. Um, but I think Nintendo learned from the NES Mini and definitely was up on more units for the SNES Mini. Uh, but yeah, uh, mm-hmm. Nintendo is is known for having uh, these product scarcities. <laughs> um, so... We'll see. Hopefully they can get more Switches in consumers' hands if they want them. It's a fantastic system that they really nailed. So yeah, I, I hope so. It's got the demand there. Yeah. Keep it flowing, Bowser. There you go. Bowsy Bowser. Bowsy. Bowsy boy. <laughs> it remains to be seen exactly how successful New Horizons will be or how much it has been specifically due to the coronavirus pandemic and the lockdowns occurring around the world. That's something that uh, we touched on here briefly earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it's the perfect quarantine game, you know? It's pretty great because it's, uh, it's you know, semi-social. Um, and it doesn't even have to be directly social. You know, once you are friends, you can mail stuff to each other, which is cool. Yeah. And and uh, still showing stuff off online and everything. So it's... Uh, I think it is a good, really good timing, honestly. Yeah. So it's, but I would really like to see if there's some way we could get the metrics to actually know. Hey, interview people like exit polls. Like, how did you buy this? You know, just because of the coronavirus lockdown, or were you planning to buy it before? Mm. Now I'd really like to see what kind of percentages uh, of spike. Uh, you know, you have to see with that. So. Yeah, we should put a poll out when this episode launches. That would be interesting. I would love to that know that. Um, but I'm, I'm definitely interested to see when Nintendo. Uh, if Nintendo releases their sales info uh, worldwide for this game um, in the regions, because I imagine mm-hmm. that, yeah, it sold quite a few copies. So. Well, I'll tell you, when I went to, right when things were announced and everybody was like, oh, the lockdown's coming and the rest of the world's locking down, I went into GameStop because I was like, oh, there's an exclusive, uh, uh, what's it, Funko that I wanted to get. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had, and I did their power-up reward, so I have like $5 of credit every month I have to go in and use. Uh, so I was like, okay, let me go use my credits. And I went in there, and it was packed. And it was right when they announced all schools were closing. And Ooh. it was parents with their kids, because they were like, oh, I'm going to be stuck with you for yeah, here, <laughs> who knows yeah, how long. You're gonna be Let's stuck get on you a new island. game. Yeah. Exactly. So I think they were all buying stuff. And the guy was – it was one guy. It was one Ooh. guy, and he was – just waylaid by people and the phone kept ringing he's like GameStop we are out of uh, Animal Crossing New Leaf how can I help you okay bye okay GameStop we are out of uh, sold out of Animal Crossing New Leaf and it's non-stop and I was like I can't hear you say that anymore I'm going to go crazy so it's <laughs> yeah the mania was already there from many things from parents just trying to quiet their kids during being at home and then other people just preparing for like okay well I better have something that I can enjoy yeah so, and that that I think is 
it kind of touches on why things like this uh, do well. So, like, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog sold a ton of tickets. Uh, but that's because you could take your kids to it. Like, the lady in front mm-hmm. of me I mentioned previously on another episode of some podcast somewhere. Uh, the lady in <laughs> front of me had, like, seven kids with her. That's a lot of money uh, for this movie. But same thing with this game. It's well, like it's if you have your kids and you like, what am I going to do with my kids? You're not going to buy them Doom Eternal. Like, I wasn't going to buy Doom Eternal for my kids, that's for sure. Well, my daughter might. You know, when she gets to the ripe age of five, I'll be like, all right, rated it for mature. Get in there and slay demons. But, uh, yeah. yeah, so it's 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 a franchise. It's a game that's family friendly. It's accessible. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like an mm-hmm. MMO light, like a clumsy one. Um, it is. And I don't think parents knew it, but giving them a game that literally has no ending is a huge blessing yeah. <laughs> in disguise. Yeah. 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 That you don't have to buy a secondary game or any follow-ups or any DLCs and everything like that. Like, I think parents unwittingly really scored with if their kids wanted this. Yeah, definitely. And final mage fact here, Tom Nook gives you a free smartphone when you start the game. Tom Nook gives you a free smartphone just to spy on you through it under the pretense of awarding you his cryptocurrency, Nook Miles. That's right. The more you think about it, the more horrifying it is, actually. Now, Tom Nook represents the Chinese government. <laughs> the only <laughs> thing that could be more terrifying is if Tom Nook was also the president of the United States. Like, <laughs> just like, yeah. Scary stuff. Uh, oh. That's actually a question that goes together with that. This is from JTorto40, a.k.a. the Slipstream Mage, who said, people are saying Tom Nook is the man, and not in a good Ugh. sense, you know, like the man. Uh, oh, the, ma- the okay, man. Yeah. Like, not, uh, not the man. Like, Tom, Nook's the, Tom man. Nook's the man. No, like Tom oh, Nook is we love him. the oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, trying to keep us down. Yeah, that man. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Capital M, capital T. And that he is a capitalist swine. While he may indeed be those things, he might also be the greatest landlord and loan shark of all time. Interest-free borrowing, no set set payment plan, no evictions. Uh, What do you think about Tom Nook and his uh, his business practices? Well, I'll tell you, that's actually one thing that kind of scared me about this game that I'm like, I think I'm going to really hate this Tom Nook guy. Because anything I had heard about previous stuff, like one of my friends, he's like, he's like, oh, he's the worst. He shows, you show up and he's like, hey, welcome. Here's your bill. You owe me. I I own you. You're my indentured servant. And then he's a union buster. Like people are like, oh, we should get together. He's like, what are you doing? You can't get together and rise against me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, he sounds horrendous. I love it because he basically invites you on his I, I assume he owns Dodo Airlines. Uh he yes. because they're there, that's it. Uh he he invites you basically to live on this uninhabited island. And he gives you like a These few basic tools yeah. and everything else. And literally everything else you have to do yourself. Um he's like, here's how much money you owe me for this getaway package, which is mm-hmm. literally you just moving to his private island. And then you're building his entire empire for him. He is the smartest businessman uh, in the animal kingdom. And uh, the the thing that I really like about yeah. Tom Nook, and uh, uh, he's actually my favorite character um, so far. Um, the thing I like about Again, him character is study of Red. This is telling. What's that? <laughs> I said as the character study of Red continues for me, this is uh, education. <laughs> that he's your favorite character. <laughs> the character study of me. 
Yes. Oh man, uh, psycho Yeah, as as we'll get into, uh, as you said, evicting people off of your island and whatnot. <laughs> like this is my character study of yeah. how Red in, in, involves himself with games. Yeah, let me say something insane. Like I inde- I identify with the ideals of Tom Nook. No, in, in all actuality, <laughs> uh, I love his tired face. He looks like a tired dad. Uh, I don't know for sure if Timmy and Tommy are his sons. I was gonna say. He says he's like, oh, I've, you've trained under me and, you know, you've appre- you're my apprentices. Okay. And I'm like, they're your children. Treat them <laughs> yeah. like your children. I mean, like I don't know if they are his children. I don't know if they're not. I don't know where Mrs. Nook he's is. He's at least their uncle. I mean, they're the only raccoons that ever exist in this world, <laughs> yeah. as far as I know. Uh, he, yeah, he could be their Uncle Scrooge to their uh, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. I don't know. That's true. But, um, That's true. But, yeah, I just like his tired face. He's just like, man, I got two kids to feed. He is literally, he is the American dream. He is the small business that became mm-hmm. big business. Uh, uh, he's a captain of industry. He is. You know, for sure. He's uh, a little bit, you know, Anne Randian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't I don't tend to view Nook in, in uh, man, it's almost like this dude could have like, an, like a biography written about him. <laughs> the life and times of Tom Nook. We need some fan fiction up here. We do, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I like I like to think of him as a guy who you know starting off in a small village and at the original Animal Crossing, now he's mm-hmm. he's been able to by all of his tireless work. Um, I mean, because he does do work, it seems like he just stands there. But he's constantly <laughs> in meetings with people on the phone. He's constantly orchestrating the island life. He's constantly in the background doing all the admin stuff. And he never sleeps. You go into Nook Services never. at like one in the morning, and he's just he's still in there. Um, yeah. I feel bad for Isabel. Man, that that Isabel can't sleep either. Yeah, nope. That girl has got to be <laughs> overworked. Uh, but maybe he's paying her real good. I don't know. Uh, she has anxiety issues. You can tell, <laughs> but she's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I love his tired face. I love that he's a dad that has like a very tired face. I just love that. I think that's good. Yeah, so I'd say Jay Torto hit it on the nail on the head. He might be the greatest loan shark of all times. I mean, greatest landlord, yes. It's great to give free borrowing and note set payment plan, but if you know they can't go anywhere and they have to pay you back, <laughs> you're still getting your money. So you don't necessarily need interest. I mean, like, what would he do if you never paid him back? Like, you just stayed in that dirty tent that you start off with. And he never yeah. paid it back. He wouldn't do anything to you. He'd just be stuck on his island. He's got yeah. I mean, he could just eat you when you die. There you go. That's right. <laughs> Being efficient. Yeah. All right. Enough about Tom Nook. Let's talk about. Um, uh, well, we we're going to talk about first impressions. We already kind of touched on a lot of this. You know, it's addicting. We the first thing, and then th- there's a question here from Teacher Bloke eighty uh, five, who said, "Woohoo! New Mage Cast with Sanity Crypto. This just made my day. Thanks so much." Tom. I liked that comment. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. yeah. Well, I actually will say something else about first impressions. Okay, go ahead. I will say that I almost wanted a little more tutorial or hand-holding because I feel like this people that have played plenty of the series before were able to jump right in. Like, I know what I'm doing. I know I'm here to harvest fruit. Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to do this. I know how the loan works. I know how to pay it back. And I was like, I just kind of wandered around. And I'm like, what? what's this? What do I do with this? And I was like, oh, I dug up a fossil. I'm going to go sell it. And then I sold it. And then I was like, oh, wait, I'm supposed to, oh, I'm supposed <laughs> to identify those. And uh, so I felt... I felt like a noob, but I don't feel like I did anything criminal or that I missed any big steps. Yeah. So the exploration is fun, but I felt like I wanted a little bit of handholding. There's a lot but... that it doesn't tell you, surprisingly. Um, a lot yeah. that it doesn't tell you. Uh, one of the big things that it doesn't tell you that I really think it should is how to get iron nuggets um, in, mm. in 
in a bunch at, at once. Um, and you know, and I know now, that you got to kind of pick at a stone with your shovel without being fed. Um, either you're, you're or, or you'll just destroy the entire boulder. I didn't know that. Yes. So I was like, I get like one thing per boulder this is going to take forever to get <laughs> some of these iron nuggets. And then I accidentally, you know, hit and just um, destroyed it. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh. Well, and you had to learn too that if you you have to hit it at a rapid pace, or else you get less from it. Right. So there's a yeah. lot. There's a lot that it expects you to learn just by merely playing it. And everybody that I've talked to has learned those things by playing it. Um, mm-hmm. But it's definitely something that does not front load all of its systems or mechanics on you. Uh, it does have no. some tutorials, but um, not a lot. So you're you're right on that, I think. Yeah, mostly just phone stuff. Right, um, the phone stuff, yeah. yeah. And the tutorials stuff, that are there are kind of like a little laborious, you know? Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree there. So, I, again, some of the stuff I was I felt like I missed out on because I'd hit a rock once, and then I was like, ooh, a butterfly. And I'd go back and hit the rock again. I was like, oh, there's nothing this time. What? There was like six from the other one, and I didn't – and then I was like, oh, it's like – you know, some of those blocks from, you know, the old Mario games back in the day. If you hit it rapidly, you're going to get three, four, five coins. Yeah. You hit it once, and then the second time, it locks up. Yeah. And you're like, oh. So uh, that's what it reminded me of. One thing that I was confused on early on was uh, I walked up to a tree and accidentally used a shovel. I thought I had my axe equipped. And I dug up the entire tree and put it in my inventory. I was like, whoa, that's pretty Dude, cool. I well can fed. move trees. Uh, yeah. And I kept doing it, and then eventually my shovel bounced off of a tree, and I was like, why? What the heck? So it doesn't – I don't think it does uh, tell you that you can do these things if you feed your character first. I didn't know that until we visited uh, Max's Island um, <laughs> when I actually met you over there uh, from Max and Chachi. Mm-hmm. Um and I, uh, yeah, she was like, "Oh yeah, here, come take an orange tree." And I was like, "Okay." And then she drops an apple. She's like, "Here." And I was like, "Okay." And I picked up the apple. She's like, "Okay." And I was like, "All right, well, you know, where's the orange tree?" She's like, "Here." And she drops an apple, and I'm like, "Yeah, I need an orange tree." And she was like, "Yeah, eat the apple, then dig up the tree." And I was like, "Oh, oh, uh, I'm the idiot." <laughs> I know. So I was like, "Sorry, Max." But yeah, so. stuff like that. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess that's kind of like real life, like. <laughs> learn by doing right i guess just just learn it by doing it so um teacher bloke's question here was as someone who played the heck out of new leaf on the 3ds does new horizons offer anything new or different as a gaming experience to entice back someone who swore off animal crossing and i greatly empathize with that because i was one who swore off mmos um for a lot of the same reason that it sounded like he said he kind of just play it to play it at a certain point. You're like, you have everything that you could want, mm-hmm. but you're just kind of stuck doing dailies just because habit, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember when you did the Stardew Valley episode, I remember um, the guest host when, for that one was saying that, you know, he, he didn't really need anything to do. He just wanted to go exist in the world. And you said you were task oriented. You were like, I needed a million, uh, you know, a million dollars to get this totem that warps me home. But once I get that, like, why am I continuing to play anyway? So it depends on what your interaction is with the game. And it sounds like this gets to a certain point of that as well. Yeah. I I imagine so. I mean, there's not an infinite amount of new things to craft and build and, Eventually, uh, this is something I'm not looking forward to. Eventually, I'm going to have all the the buildings that I could possibly have on the island. 
Um, mm-hmm. And then that'll be that. You know, I'll continue to tweak around with it. But I don't think that this is a game that's complex enough that I will uh, either keep coming back to or keep um, exploring like I do in Stardew Valley. Um, mm-hmm. It is, I think, a, a very uh, trimmed down, maybe watered down, basic in some ways cumbersome version of some of the uh, basic core village sim tropes. Um, mm-hmm. And we might address that here in a little bit too as we start to talk about its best, worst, and missing features. Um, yeah, I will say this. I did a little bit of research because I didn't play New Leaf. Uh, <clears throat> it was very, very, very popular, but I did a little research on on what people's uh, comparison experience was just for a, for a teacher bloke. And it seems like uh, the most exciting thing for people is that the clothes, it looks like people are wearing clothes in this one. And the other one, it looked like they were either kind of naked or it was painted on their naked bodies and stuff. <laughs> and it, it doesn't seem like there's any features that are really mind-blowing or that are that vastly different mm-hmm. other than the setup is, you know, an island and all this stuff. It seems like it's more of the same with more polish and a few new um, extra things. So if he swore off the Animal Crossing, I... I Again, I can't speak from experience, but it doesn't seem like I saw any anybody saying that, wow, this blew my mind. This is different right. than all the all the Animal Crossings that ever existed. It does seem like it's um, welcome back, you know, and here 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 we go again. Yeah, which seems very uh very Nintendo y, I think. Very yeah, Nintendo ish. Um I, I yeah, I don't I couldn't even imagine somebody saying that New Horizons is as innovative for its series as say breath of the wild was for the zelda series um Mm -hmm. it just seems like more of the same but i don't know how much bigger or how much more uh complex it is new leaf was on the 3ds so there's definitely more space to play with on um Mm -hmm. on the switch but it seems like the core game is still the same game and uh they have the opportunity much like i mean that's one reason you could keep going back to poke with stardew valley right because when they do an update, there's new features being added. Mm-hmm. There's new little tweaks here and there. So it's kind of like, oh, well, let me go check this out. So I guess Animal Crossing has the opportunity to do some like, hey, we're going to update this. We're going to add this feature, do little DLCs kind of thing. Uh, hopefully all for free, of course. Uh, so it could expand on it. Uh, I don't know if anybody expects it to, or they haven't announced anything for anybody to expect it. But this is an opportunity they do have to really keep people coming back and continuing to play. So yeah, and we'll, since it does sync see. up with real time, uh, there's still a capacity to come That's very come true. back on different days and seasonal events and holidays and all that. Oh, we'll talk about holidays. Yeah, <laughs> I put my I put my bunny day mention under uh, one of these I'll, three. I'll, features. I'll pile on there <laughs> when we get there. So let's start yeah. off talking about. Um, well, actually, we'll we'll create a sandwich here. Let's start off talking about the worst features. Um, to our minds then we'll talk about the best features and then we'll talk about the missing features the things that we think should be should have been included or should be included in a future update so instead of the compliment sandwich we're doing the insult sandwich yeah or let's let's call it the critical (laughs) sandwich let's say that the critical sounds a little slightly gentler that sounds more constructive right constructive purposeful uh, pointed. Yes. So, um, starting off here with uh, with worst features. Uh, for you, what is the worst feature of Animal Crossing: New Horizons? Uh, I feel like the the multiplayer was one of the most exciting things to me, uh, and one of the most exciting things to other people. Mm-hmm. 
uh, because I believe New Leaf was only follow the leader. That when you went into somebody else's you know area, it's like you had to stay on their screen kind of thing, and you could only stay with them. And everybody was like, "Oh, I think you could go off and do whatever you want on someone's island." And it's like that's amazing. And you could have eight people. That's amazing. And it's just that on paper that sounds really fun. We could all be messing around on this island or doing stuff, maybe collabing on group projects or helping somebody build or collect resources. Um, but I really feel like the the worst feature so far is that the multiplayer is really, really simplistic mm-hmm. and clunky. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Um, so let's get into that specifically, because that is a big subject, like we said, the review bombing as well. I completely agree. I think mm-hmm. it's cumbersome, clunky, uh, archaic in a lot of ways. Yes. Um, one of my least favorite things. I love opening my island up. That as I absolutely love having visitors. Yeah, it's still enjoyable. I mean, it's not like, oh, God, someone yeah. else come to my island. I, I mean, it's still fun. It's like, hey, come see my stuff. Yeah, it's super yeah. great. And people are super fun, too. They're like, hey, you know, uh, I'll trade you fruit or I'll trade you flowers or here I brought you a gift. And you're like, here, I'll leave you a gift. But the fact that you mm-hmm. have to watch the loading screen uh it's every so single too. time somebody enters and exits is ridiculous yeah. in my opinion yeah. uh if you absolutely should have designed this sanity like i'm talking to you <laughs> like they absolutely should have designed this to where people can just pop in and out of of the yes. area with that with a notification without you without every single player on the island having to stop what they're doing close all yeah. of their menus close all of their chats close all of their crafting and stand still so that somebody can enter and exit the island uh that to me is yeah. ridiculous yeah now i'm no game dev um and i know that nintendo doesn't have any servers to host things themselves now the person whose island it is they're obviously hosting the people i still don't understand i mean other than Maybe the throttling of the internet. Maybe you could blame that. I still think even if we all had primo internet, it would still take this long. It just seems like that the, whatever happens is it can't just, I can't be in the middle of, you know, selling something on your island. And then it'll just go, hold on, loading for one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, four, five. And then the person's in. It has to go, okay, exit. Okay, someone's coming to the island. Loading the loading screen. And then it pops up the loading screen. Yeah. And then it shows the five different sections of them actually showing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And, like, oh and then it shows oh them waltzing into your island, too. Well, the question is, yes. why can't that happen in the background? Does absolutely yes. everything need to stop in order for you to watch the same scene? Uh, and again, I'm not a dev. I don't know. But this is 2020. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yes. I'm a little dubious that it, it had to be this way specifically. It seems like it's a cutesy sort of, ta-da, you have a visitor, look, and we're going to find out who it is. You know, it has that little scrolling card thing. Yeah, the graphical load is not insane. I mean, yeah. it's the assets are not out of control. To bring another person into your world, and it's limited what they can interact with anyway, right. I don't feel like that takes too many resources from no, the game. No, I don't think so either. So uh, as far as what you can do... While playing multiplayer, um, a couple other ridiculous things. You cannot put down a piece of furniture when you have guests on the island. You cannot push a, a piece of furniture or turn a piece of furniture while guests are on the island. Uh, so if somebody gifts you a piece of furniture, you cannot look at it and share it. Um, if You cannot mm-hmm. change clothes while somebody is on the island uh, in your wardrobe, which, again, mm-hmm. is ridiculous. I think you could probably use the wand to change, but uh, you couldn't change into like a new shirt. Maybe. We'll see. 
Yeah. Uh, you cannot donate to your uh, museum when somebody's on your island. Ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that is ridiculous. I went to uh, Since Spacey's Island because I was up at like, I got back from Tarantula Island and it was like, I don't know, one thirty in the morning. <laughs> and me, Farrell the Farrell, we both saw like, Since Spacey started the last screen, he's like, everybody come over. So we jumped on and I was like, oh my God. He's like, sorry, I, I, I can't donate any of my stuff. I just caught all these fish. And I was like, that's dumb. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I mean, when you have guests over uh, and then you're dealing with an on-screen keyboard um, as well, that doesn't seem like it's the fastest. Uh, you're pretty much uh, limited no. to reactions, text. Um, you can cut trees. Uh, you can pick up seashells. Mm -hmm. You can fish. Mm -hmm. You can use your I shovel. stole some of your fruit. You stole some mm -hmm. of my fruit. You can, I totally stole some of your fruit. Yeah, I pillaged your you island. You could shoplift. <laughs> you could visit other people's uh, shops. Um, I, weeded you, I weeded your garden a little bit. You, you had a little bit of uh, maintenance issues with some of your separate islands. Uh, there's a little bit of overgrowth. Yeah. Uh, helped you with that. Yeah, there you uh, go. How <laughs> dare you? Um, but if that's right. at the same time. <laughs> that's right. No. Um, uh, there, there, yeah, it, it seems, seems, like, seems like there's not a whole lot you can do. Now, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt to say that they have an opportunity to patch this later yes. and hopefully um, make this experience a bit more fluid and a bit more user-friendly. Because right now, it's still exciting and still fun to visit friends and whatnot and do all that stuff. Because I don't have to go to your island to give you something and mail it to mm -hmm. you uh, for the most part. But I would like to really be able to jump in, jump out, open up my island, have my friends just come in, mess around for a little bit, and then leave when they want without having to go through this literal ritual and as you said you know the entry ritual is the same as the exit ritual somebody's leaving your island let's load the load yeah. screen yeah. here's the plane the plane's starting to take off and it's like it goes procedurally and you're like oh my god yeah all right let me just operate again yeah. so uh yeah. so that's that probably there. and that's still the same thing with the co-op too so i do want to mention the co-op the local uh co-op as well oh yeah because you've experienced that i have not. okay so it is it is really odd how you set up um, co-op multiplayer. So when I got this, I was kind of I don't like to look up guides and things like that when I first get a game. I want it to teach me itself. Same. So that it Absolutely. can kind of see how accessible it is, how capable of a teacher it is, um, and uh, and I'm glad you do the same. So the big mm -hmm. question my son had is, Daddy, when can I play with you uh, on Animal mm -hmm. Crossing? And I was like, Well. Maybe it's something that's unlocked, you know, and there's no hint at all in the game. So eventually I looked it up. Uh, you basically uh -huh. have to have your primary island started. As we mentioned, you can only have one island per Nintendo Switch. Uh -huh. Then yeah. you have to log in with a different uh, account into Animal Crossing New Horizons. And that uh, account will move into the primary island. So... My wife uh, has moved in and my son has moved in. So that's my house, her house, and my son's house all on the same island, which it's kind of cool. You can get a few extra buildings like that um, and mm -hmm. a little bit of extra storage space or what, whatever um, decorating space. But you have to go through all of that, and the, the new account then has to go through the, the first part of the game, getting your your smartphone set up, getting your tent set up, all of that in order to yeah. finally play together. So it is not just you open a menu, you select multiplayer co-op or whatever, and you select how many players want to play. It is not a jump in and jump out kind of game. Mm -hmm. Once all of the players have moved into the island, though, then you get a new feature on your on your Nook phone 
that basically lets you call a friend and then uh, somebody can jump in on a second or third controller. Um, and we've tried it with, with the three players simultaneously. And it's fun. You know, I mean, it's a cutesy game. We can go fishing together. We can, you know, cut cut wood together. One of my son's favorite things is we'll just go pick all of my island's fruit together. But you, you still have some of the limitations of the online multiplayer. So at a mm -hmm. certain point, it's going to be like, sorry, buddy, uh, I need to go solo for a little bit because <laughs> otherwise I can't literally can't do anything. So, yeah. Um, yeah. The islands also, I mean, because apparently you can have up to 10 residents on the island, mm -hmm. uh, maybe including you. Hopefully and not. it's going to be it's going to be uh, uh, very few trees once you get, you know, 10 different houses on there. It's going to be hard to landscape, honestly. Yeah, I put my houses real close because I was like, I want a lot I of have to natural space. Yeah, I, re I spaced them all out. Now I'm like, OK, I'm going to have to make a subdivision of housing. And it's expensive um, to move a, a house. Area. And it takes forever. Have you done it yet? Ugh. No, I haven't yet. I've actually just been like, all right, I'm I'm pouring all my money into upgrading my house Man. and building a bridge and an incline here. And yeah, there. so it's fifty thousand bells to move a, a building, um, and then it oh has to rebuild overnight. So it is not sort of a god mode. You oh. just pick up the building and drop it. Um, it is still, and then Tom Nook will give you um, a kit to build that building. So it's like you're placing a, a, a this... new building. Um, oh. Yeah, so it is very. More frustrations. Right yeah, there. it is very tedious. So one thing for me is I I disliked where I put my museum. I initially put it right behind Nook Services. Then when I upgraded Nook Services, I couldn't see the museum like at all. So that's where my uh, Nook's cranny is. Is right behind yeah. uh, the plaza. So you can so move like, it, uh, but it's yeah. it takes a little bit of tedium. I better do that now just because uh, it's going to get more expensive the more time goes on. Most definitely. Because I'll get more people and I don't know exactly where everything's going to go. So I better start doing some uh, <laughs> relocating. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, time for a drafting class all over again. I, I'm really looking forward to the um, to sort of the, the end game where you can start to do like more landscaping. Because a lot of the placement of buildings is so awkward um, that tr yeah. trying to get it in the exact place that you want it is a little tough um and which is why i'd like the, the design mode like you do with your furniture inside the house where it's like you go to, you look overlook it then you can move it like oh and move it like that's a what i expected here, there, and... i honestly yes. because that's that's like every village sim i've ever played so it's bizarre yes. to me that you literally have to walk to the area with your character and try to space out this plot for this building um deploy yeah. it bring it back take a Inch to the right, deploy it. It's in the same place. Inch yourself to the right, deploy it. It's too far. Okay, yeah. get it back. It's <laughs> almost like yeah. you're you, like it's an RTS, but just really slow. Uh, and your player character yeah. is the cursor. And I was like, <laughs> this is just, it's odd. I don't know if that's new to New Horizons mm. or if that's something that's always been in Animal Crossing. But the whole game is uh. about building this village. And literally mm -hmm. building the village is, is one of the worst things in the game. Uh, as far as yeah. the system that's in place for that. so I definitely yeah. agree. So, so let's talk about one more thing and then we'll get to the, the good stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. Bunny Day. Bunny Day. Bunny Day. So this is the first seasonal oh. event. Um, uh -huh. My bunny did actually not appear, uh, didn't appear on the first day of Bunny Day. Yeah, you were mentioning that, and I was like, really? Yeah. I can't. I'm inundated with 
eggs yeah. and and do it yourself designs. <laughs> well, this year that I will probably uh, make none garish. Of. <laughs> Uh, they are yeah, some of, like the worst designs. I will not build a single Easter. Uh, I'm sorry, I want to vomit rainbows. Bunny. When I look at all that stuff, I'm like, here's the wallpaper and the floor, and here's a table, and here you could wear an eggshell and a, and, a, and a tunic. And I'm like, I will never. Yeah. <laughs> now make the cherry stuff. blossom stuff is gorgeous. That's yeah, true. the cherry blossom uh, lanterns, just... the the cherry blossom mm-hmm. bonsai, uh, phenomenal, beautiful stuff. Yeah, those but are the Bunny Day DIYs uh, are atrocious. I am really hoping that on the 14th, when it all ends, that all of my recipes disappear as well. <laughs> because if I'm going to have those sticking in my recipes when I'm sorting through my everything, I'll be like, oh. Yeah, we need a better oh, sorting system. Bunny Day. Because uh, it's not good. Maybe something yeah. that you could like put into archives or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I mean that's uh, I mean that's something I'll get into with uh, missing features. Um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> but, there you go. But um, yeah, I think Bunny Day has already been like as I'm trying to gather resources for certain things. Like, oh, look this this thing just broke. I need I need some more wood from this tree, and I'll chop it. And I'm like, ah, two oh, eggs man. and a softwood. Yeah. Okay, two eggs and a hardwood. Okay, okay, one regular wood and two softwood. Okay, I need more regular wood. And oh, look, two more eggs. And I'm like, ah, with the, the wood worst eggs. thing for me is the stones uh, because stones are so rare, especially. Yes. Compared to That's trees. true. You only get five stones each day on your island. Yeah. And one is a money stone and the rest are all regular stones. Uh, and also there's the very rare resource of gold yeah. uh, that I'm trying to get as much as I can. I don't have any recipes yet, but apparently that's a, an extremely rare one. So it's good to stockpile. And I've got stone eggs galore. And <laughs> I haven't seen one piece of gold since Bunny Day uh, events. Yeah, started. so I could wish that Bunny Day was literally Bunny Day. But instead of Bunny yeah. Fortnite, but uh, yeah, I'll yes. be happy when this one's done. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I I completely plus agree there, Zippity but... Zip whatever his name is Zippy Zap is uh, is horrifying. Um, he's a he's a big nightmare Easter bunny, that's for sure. Um, I don't know if we're allowed yeah. to say the word Easter on this show, but uh, he's the he's <laughs> the bunniest nightmare bunny that uh, that you could imagine. So. It's little Donnie Darko yeah. in uh, Johnny Inside Darko. Animal Crossing. <laughs> well done on that reference. <laughs> All right. right, best features. Uh, what do you What do you think is the best thing about this game? Uh, Tom Nook. I, <laughs> Tom Nook is your best okay. feature there. Uh, I would say it's uh, it, it it makes it fun to explore. Uh, I would say that, uh, and again, I didn't know what the different Animal Crossings had as far as like. You know what you can do when you're done with your you know local area. You know you, you like I said you harvest all your the fruit around. You know you harvest all the stones. You get all this stuff and get yourself prepped. And then what? Uh, then you're like, what do I do now? So then you can get the use your Nook Miles to get little like a, you know Nook Miles ticket, and you can go to this little different random island and go just kind of like pillage that island for different resources and potentially get different stuff. You get bamboo, different fruit. Uh, so it's it allows you uh, a lot of exploration in that mm-hmm. sense. Uh, it does have its limitations, but I still feel like it gives you hours upon hours, even when you've kind of done everything you need to maintenance-wise and even kind of upgrade-wise after a certain time on your, your main island. Yeah. Uh, aside from going to somebody else's island and, you know, just doing all this stuff. <laughs> if there were so... no random Nook, Nook Islands, uh, this game would be sparse. They'd get your they Yeah. Be... It would be limited for a few hours a day, and then I'd just put it down and then wait till the next day for, you know, whatever changes by day yeah, by day. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Um... So I like how much there is to craft. I always enjoy, well, not always mm-hmm. enjoy. I usually enjoy crafting trees in games. 
uh, unless it's mm-hmm. I've played a couple games that have had crafting trees with items that have uh, shelf lives. So you pick up an item and you have like an hour until it expires and turns into junk. So you have to craft. Um, I like hoarding mm. as many items as possible and then just being like, I can craft anything. Uh, yes, I yeah. agree. I'm, I hoard all the resources I can. And then it's like, whatever, I need to make something. I want to be able to make something. Yeah. Now here's, oh, well, I'm going to put that under missing feature. Hang on. <clears throat> um, if it's going to be the same thing that I'm going to say, uh, that under missing features, uh, I was going to say that you can only craft one thing at a time. Yes. Yes. Like, uh, that yeah. would, that's a pain in the butt. Um, and selecting yeah. one thing at a time from your inventory, selecting <clears throat> one thing at a time from your storage. So I'll just say it right now, having to go into your storage to take something out to craft with and then putting that back after crafting is nonsense. Why? Yes. There are so many games that will let you um, craft with things in your storage. So with your grand inventory. Right. So, for example, you know, in Stardew yeah. Valley, there's a there's a crafting station that you can make, right, that will uh, craft with all of the items, not only in your immediate inventory, but in adjacent treasure chests. So mm-hmm. that is super uh, necessary for a crafting heavy game. And yeah. a lot of Animal Crossing's time is uh, is a sink of you just moving through menus over and over and over again. Or if I have almost a full stack of iron and I'm like, well, I only want to her- carry three on me so I don't have multiple stacks just for inventory management. So I'm like, all right, let me remove one. Let me remove another single one. Let me remove another single one. And then I'll put away 26. <laughs> and then I'll have to drop one on the ground and then drop the other on the ground to get them to stack back up. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. So it, that part the is... The inventory yeah. management systems. <clears throat> again, another thing that could definitely serve to be polished. Um, mm-hmm. And again, they have a chance to, to upgrade. And yeah. they might listen to people if uh, if they hear people's uh, you know suggestions. Yeah. So. Um, so a lot of the, the stuff that you can build, I love the crafting. I love that there's new items that will pop up seasonally. So like when the cherry blossom stuff again started popping up, I was like, this is cool. I want to collect all mm-hmm. of these. Um, I love the decorating aspects, um, the, both interior yes, and which exterior is, uh, design. I love that stuff. You have definitely done a good amount of decoration on your island. Oh, thank you. Mine is a bit more thrown together. Yours is a... Uh... It's very quaffed. Well, like I said, the quaffed. <laughs> like I said at the <laughs> beginning, I love to sort of you know tame, tame the wilderness, and uh, it stems back mm-hmm. when I was a kid. Uh, we built like a tree house over a um, an ancient lava tube, and I remember building all sorts of things with tree branches and made a canopy. We made spears. We made all kinds of stuff, and uh, that's yeah. amazing. So I love to I love that sort of thing, and I love that sort of thing in these games. I just wish that the systems were. Uh, a little more handy, a little more quality of life. Um, mm-hmm. So another thing that um, that I enjoy is uh, I like that there's two currencies. This is something that I was skeptical of going into it, that you have both bells mm-hmm. and you have nook miles. Um, I was ex- fully expecting one of them to become obsolete at a certain point. Um, mm-hmm. But it seems like but they have their both use, they both have their own uses, which yeah. is really kind of yeah. Cool. And it seems like you're rewarded each for different reasons. Like it never gives you bells and nook miles for one thing, right? 
Um, you can you get nook miles for doing a variety of different things across the island, and I think that encourages people to kind of explore the game more and explore its definitely its hidden mechanics more, such as its friendship levels with villagers. Um, uh-huh. But the bells are kind of more just straightforward. Like this is what you get when you this sell is money. things. Yeah. You know? So uh, yeah, it's nook coin. Nook coin. The cryptocurrency. <laughs> Uh, I know you do. I uh, knew that you would appreciate that as a crypto guy. <laughs> I definitely did. <laughs> but I have to agree with the Nick Miles thing. I mean, the whole the Nook Miles Plus system where it's like, oh, you know, when you collect wood, we're going to give you a bonus here. Uh, when you catch enough fish, we'll give you a bonus here. So it's, you know, rather than just being like, okay, I'm, I'm a little tired of fishing right now, or I'm just going to go catch bugs nonstop. It's like, you're like, well, if I catch three more, then I, I get this. And you clear that and a new one pops up. And it's like, oh, we'll go talk to three of your villagers. I talk to one and one one gives me a recipe. And I'm like, oh, sweet. Yeah. I get a yeah, recipe. The other one wants an item. So I was like, oh, well, here's something. And then I go, well, thanks for that. Here's this. And they give me a piece of furniture. And I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Yeah. So it encourages you to really interact more, as you were kind of saying. And you, you get kind of understand how interacting more uh, benefits you in the game. Yes. All because of Nook Miles. Yes. And those little rewards keep you kind of playing, right? So there's, there's times mm-hmm. where I've been like playing it for a while. And I was like, I think I did everything. And then a villager yeah. walk up. Yeah, I lost my journal. I'm like, freaking, here we go. You know, <laughs> you're back into your, I like for me, I fall into task mode. I got to do this. And then after that, I got to do this. And then I got to do this. Oh, but this just popped up. So I got to take care of that. Prioritize such, such, so on and so forth. What's another thing that you like best in this game? Um, I like the pixel art. I think the pixel art is really kind of cool. Uh, I vented to you specifically. I didn't like the smoothing because yeah. I wanted it to stay pixeled because I was like finding, I was like, oh, let me just look up some, you know, fan favorites. I used to build stuff in Minecraft and use some pixel art references and, and build my own. But I was like, oh, I want to put Hollow Knight in here. And when I followed the pixels of a 32 by 32 Hollow Knight, it had these really weird edges and like strings flying off and the coloring looked weird. So I had to customize it all myself to look mm-hmm. right. Um, so I wish you could switch it's like smooth on or smooth off for this. Yeah design and you could literally just kind of choose because it could look when you're doing some things like you know build a tiger face it might look way better smoothed yeah um but if you're building a beloved uh pixel character which you did some some bangers with some chrono trigger characters (laughs) there yes love that magus up in the uh, way up in the corner by the coast (laughs) somebody was like do lavos i was like no (laughs) like there's no way to take like 20 times you have to do yeah. multiple panels yeah you'll, yeah that's but some people have done some crazy stuff i'm sure you've looked up online yeah. uh yeah. people doing the full-on um full-on like you know real life you know looking faces and everything because some people are, have these brains for how pixel art shading yeah. goes and how it all flows to make 16 panel you know grand work so have art. you gotten into uh, like the qr codes and stuff like that yet no okay. no i have not so, yet, so. some of that uh, some of that is like people, yeah, literally being like wizards with the in-game uh, pixel art creator. Some of that is you can actually find images uh, online of whatever you want and then upload them to this online uh, pixel art converter and it will convert it into uh, 32 by 32 squares that you can then uh, import into the game. So, like, I saw wow. a couple of people who had, like, a picture of Obama, and I was like, how did they do that? Like, <laughs> that's that's impossible. But it's... Yeah, it was the uh, Kylo Ren when he was doing the undercover boss yeah. thing. And it was like, what, But it's, like, it's literally because they uploaded an image and did the, the QR code thing. So that is something that you can do, but 
Uh, there are some things that, yeah, people have made from scratch that are like amazing. Um, like I saw somebody did a great wave of, uh, was it Kurosawa, Kurosawa, something like that. Kanigawa. Uh, it's the classic, the wave. very, very famous ancient, like Edo period wave. Uh, yeah. Japanese. Kanagawa. So, there you go. Great wave of Kanagawa. That is yeah. great wave of Kanagawa. Super cool. Um, I've yeah. done, uh, uh, did the chrono cast um i did the hardest one that i did so far uh well there's two two hard ones that i did so far one was uh cat from breath of fire 2 her menu portrait uh which mm-hmm. I, the the thing that i love about the pixel art and i've joked around that pixel art is the real end game uh I, I've, I've spent <laughs> so many hours on the pixel art and i love it and i'm out of spaces now which is something i don't <laughs> love and i wish that they would add more pixel art space Expand. So I could do more. Yes, please. No. <laughs> uh, please, Nintendo. Um, because it's so fun for me to to think about I'm following in the in the thought footsteps of the artists um, who created these things. Mm-hmm. And I get to discover their thought process of, oh, if I add a little hint of green here, even though the whole of the character is this brownish red, if I add a little bit of a green here, it'll actually make the whole thing pop. And I just mm-hmm. think as an artist, that's that's such a beautiful thing it, to, to kind of rediscover um, and think their thoughts after them. But uh, so I did that one. And I also drew uh, Morrigan. From oh, Bre- from from Darkstalkers. Darkstalkers. Yeah, because uh, Darkstalkers has some freaking amazing 2D sprites. I was like, man, I'm going to draw all the Darkstalkers characters. And I drew Morgan. I was like, no, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> one succubus is enough. That's it. Yeah. And it was she was. One, two, three, four. She was six, six pixels tall and two pixels wide. Uh, and I was like, that's, it's, she takes up, or not pixels, I'm sorry. Panels. Panels, thank yes. you. I was like, uh, wow, that's a pretty impressive uh, yeah, a tiny chibi sprite. drawing there. Yes. Like, can't you tell? It's Morgan. Can't you tell? Can't you tell? <laughs> it's like three colors. It looks like a black uh, line. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but, uh, so that one, yeah, it took forever and it was, it took up, it takes up a lot of space. Um, I've been joking around that it's my waifu pillow, uh, but <laughs> it looks fantastic even with the smoothing. Um, and I really wanted to do Morrigan and Riku were the two characters that I played in the original Darkstalkers. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm going to do Riku next. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that next. Yeah. No. yeah. Forget it. Already using uh, up all your panels. So yeah. yeah, which is, it's a colossal bummer. It is cool to see them lined up on the ground. Um, you could do a lot of fun things. One of my favorite things that I did was uh, I recreated the the Bow Wow um, outside of one of the houses in the village in Link's Awakening. Um, so he's there on the ground, and I put, like, a stake for uh, what his chain is tied to. And I love that guy. I love seeing the pixel art on people's islands. Um, people have done all kinds of cool things. Uh, today I saw an island where they had uh, drawn signs in the ground as far as like there's shops this way and there's nook services that way and the museum is this way. I actually thought um, about doing that myself. And I saw your bow wow and I thought that was really creative. I was like, wow, red is like the Banksy of Animal Crossing. The Banksy. <laughs> <laughs> Using the actual environment and then painting something to coexist with it. No. Do it. And that, so I was like trying to think of like, what else can I do? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's the kind of stuff that I, I, I love. So uh, I wish there was more room for the for the pixel art, but let's get to uh, missing features here. Missing features. 
missing uh, features. What do you think? So we mentioned a couple already. Yeah, I mean, they kind of some of them coexist with some of the worst worst features. Uh, smooth out the multiplayer. I mean, just the missing features of of being able to actually really participate on the island. Like you, mm-hmm. I want you to be able to invite me over, and I can help you gather resources or grow stuff or build stuff or even yeah. design stuff uh, or, or do things that you could only do in multiplayer. Like mm-hmm. say that they were there. Let's say you had buildings or furniture that you could only build if multiple people were crafting simultaneously. Mm-hmm. That would be pretty cool. That actually would be pretty cool. That would actually encourage people to, you know, actually meet up with their friends and whatnot. Yeah. Because yeah. right now the encouragement is just see each other's island and trade a couple items back and forth. But there is really no reason to uh, just hang out on an island for like hours and hours. Um, people no, they're come literally and they look around. They're like, can I see your house? I'm like, yeah, here it is. They're like, all right, I'm going to be going now. And, yeah. Okay. Uh, thanks for visiting. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, and with that, I mean, aside from multiplayer, uh, just and there's a lot of facets right now. You know, it's a new game. I don't have a lot of complaints about it right now, but I can see that. I'm actually excited to see how this uh, game interacts with different holidays uh, throughout the year, different mm-hmm. seasons. Um, now, I do feel like there's going to be times when I'll probably put this game, in the future, they'll probably put this game down for a good amount of time and then go, oh, yeah, I should probably check it out because of this time. So I would like to see them expand on just more stuff to interact with or, or to kind of do, just more tasks that you can do. Because right now, you know, it's catch bugs, catch fish, uh, chop wood, build furniture, uh, <laughs> design stuff, uh, pay down your debt. And that's kind of yeah. it. So, and then eventually, uh, that's going to get old. Mm-hmm. You know. So, there's got to be things that, yeah. Hopefully, that they add. Hopefully, that they streamline. Hopefully, the seasonal events and uh, the changes of the season uh, make for a lot of interesting things. Uh, things like uh, I didn't mention this under best features. I think this is really cool. Is catching the wildlife, the fish, the bugs, and things like that. That's true. Uh, the rares are quite exciting. Yeah, and when they're seasonal too, you feel like, oh, okay, well, that's awesome. Like I caught an oarfish, and I was like, this. Oh is yeah, bad. it's like baby dragon. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's super cool. Yeah. Uh, so it's neat to see, you know, when you catch something, you're like, oh, this is only available December through a- April. Like, and I'll oh, tell you this man. too: when I did visit uh, since Spacey, since he's an Aussie, uh, he's on a different hemisphere. So when I visited him, it was not a, it was nighttime at my place; it was daytime at his place, and he had completely different bugs, completely different fish, and I was like. Oh my gosh! And I even said to him, I was like, "I think you have different stuff because you're in a different hemisphere." And he's like, "I don't think so." And I was like, "Yeah, I've got yeah, nothing but new species." <laughs> so uh, I caught like I think it was a rare on his island because I went and showed it off. He's like, "What's that? I've never seen that." And I'm like, "Yes." Oh, so nice. I think we're getting since it's a different season over there. I think they are getting you know North Hemisphere and Southern Hemisphere get different uh, seasons, so different uh, stuff there too. So it it, it encourages you to uh, make friends from uh, other side of the world, which is yeah. kind of cool. And that's neat. It's neat seeing your your friends online in here and seeing what they do with the island. Um, I do mm-hmm. want to give a shout out to Nerd House, um, who I visited his island today. I'm pretty sure it was his island. Uh, quite sure. And uh, <laughs> some of the ideas that he had, uh, such as having a, a marked off zone where he just dropped free items and it said free, take whatever you want. Uh, oh. And I was like, that's cool. That's neat. So I went in back to my island and did the same thing. Oh, uh, I was like, that's such a great idea. Um, yeah. Because oh. then usually every time somebody visits, I'm like, blah, blah, blah take whatever you want. Blah, 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 blah. But now I have an area where, like, you could literally, it says, just take whatever you want. Now, I did also hear that um, somebody said that you could connect a USB keyboard to the Switch. And I don't know how to do that yet. But um, apparently it's not that difficult. So, yeah, well, the USB port's right on the side. I have a USB Oh, it does have a USB port. Because I, I was like, just... I have the little one on my PC that I could just unplug the little receiver and stick it right in the Switch. And then I'd be 
able to harass you verbally in the game. That'd be oh, great. Oh, dude, accost me. Yeah, yes, right. <laughs> uh, I know. And I actually, before we were doing the uh, the episode, I wanted to see if we had time to both jump on because I wanted to get our final thoughts of each other's island. Because oh, okay. <laughs> um, I know that you, um, you know, you might discuss it later, but you evicted somebody. Uh, Fuchsia was not your favorite person. Uh, yeah. And I kind of, I don't mind her, but I, just for fun, I took all the weird stuff like parking cones and like the wash <laughs> tub out front and like the gas pump. And I was like, she is now the white trash of my island. Like it looks like <laughs> she's in the corner. And it looks like a trailer park. There's just like the rubber tires outside. With the, and the pink trash walls bags. and everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So she is like got this total like trailer park style. Like, <laughs> whereas everybody else has kind of got these like fun little tables and it's like a nice little, you know, breakfast nook and. Nope, not Fuchsia. Nope, she's living the rough life. So. Oh man! Uh, yeah, let's so you'll talk come. I'll invite you over about to see the it. NPCs. Then the villagers themselves. Indeed, uh, I do yeah. like the villagers. I like the interactions. I like that. Um, you know, there's some canned dialogue, but uh, it seems like you know there's a lot of unique things that they'll do and interact. One thing that I so I started the game with Fuchsia, uh, mm-hmm. who I was like, "It's a pink deer. Who cares? Whatever." Yeah. Uh, and then I started the game with Snake, though, and Snake is l- one of the coolest villagers in this game. I watched a oh, video I don't know Snake. recently about all of the villagers in Animal Crossing New Horizons. Isn't there 50 or something like that? There's a lot. Oh, man. Uh, and Snake is, like, in the top 10, okay? He's a oh. bunny in a ninja costume, and his name is Snake. And I was Snake. like, this is so cool. <laughs> That is so cool. I love him so much. And he's like, he's the workout guy, right? So he's always like, oh, man. Fuchsia was checking out my triceps. I'm like, Snake, this game's for kids, all right? Just keep, calm it down. Keep it in Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, Fuchsia's all flirty. She's like, oh, is it cold she's outside? Flirty. You can warm yourself in here. And I'm like, yeah. listen, back so, off. We're not even the same species. Yeah, a couple of so. things I didn't like about Fuchsia. I think it was Precious that she called me. She called me Precious. She always like, calls you Precious, and it's yeah. annoying. I was yeah. like, I don't like that. But then when she started singing, the first time she started singing, I was like, what the heck is that sound? I thought it was an I thought it was an alarm. That <laughs> I was like, "What in the world is that?" So I go and I was like, "Oh, it's Fuchsia singing." I didn't know that they could sing. That's cool. But when she would sing for like all day in the town square, I was like, uh, "No!" Every time I run past the middle of the island, I would hear that, and it's the same like ten second song over and over again. I was like, "She gotta go." So I read so you, up on you made a booting. clip. What's that? Um, you, sh- you made a clip and you shared it on Twitter of you ver- uh, physically beating her with your net. <laughs> so I, yeah, I read up on uh, how to evict, um, evict finger quotes, um, yes. villagers from your island. There is no uh, set way to do that. Nintendo frequently does this. There's a hidden mechanic, right? Mm-hmm. Through your friendship level or whatever you want to call it. Um, and it seems like certain things like talking with them every day, uh, receiving gifts from them, writing them nice letters, uh, and giving them gifts are ways to improve your friendship level. And then there's to get up also to best ways friend to... status. And then you get Nook Miles for best friending four people and everything. So Exactly. I've got yeah. one because I have Snake. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, so a lot of it's unfortunately unconfirmed. Uh, exactly what Im- negatively impacts a friendship But you were level. successful. Because well, I loved your So I tried post. a bunch of different things, right? So what I did specifically is uh, you can hit an, a villager on the head with your near net um, three times, and then uh, they may get angry or they may get, like, I think it's depressed or sad or something like that, um, <laughs> which feels a little awful. Um, you could also but... push them around. 
um, oh. which is easier than the net if you have another tool out. You just keep walking into them, and you can push them around, and eventually they become upset or depressed again. Uh, mm. I also tried um, giving them trash um, when it prompted me to uh, give them something, but then I was like, oh, but I shouldn't be talking to them at all. So uh, I started them. ignoring them. If they ran up to me, they're like, hey, red, red, hey, red. I just, you know, ignore them. Uh, so I started sending them letters in the mail to be like, you smell like monkeys or and it's like a little <laughs> monkey. <laughs> you could you could go suck eggs or something like that. And I would send them like an old tire or an, a boot or a, a tin can. Those things are rare, man. You're wasting your junk. Yeah, well, <laughs> I went to Junk Island and stocked up. So oh, I haven't found Junk Island yet. Uh, it's not that exciting, honestly. It's literally just all the fish are junk. So, well, Whee! I have the I have like the wallpaper uh, that's all junk. The that was junk, fun. the junk wallpaper, and I want the junk floor. Uh, <laughs> so. If I make it, I'll send it to you. How's that? Okay, thank you. That's great. Um, I, I sent uh, I sent another villager trash bags. Um, so the, eventually, mm -hmm. what you're looking for with all of this, and there's probably other ways to be mean to these characters and decrease their friendship level. Um, and again, I'm not going to like moralize this. There are a couple people, a couple articles that I read, like if you're an awful human being and I don't know if they're being uh, tongue in cheek, but guys, it's code that you're interacting with. Okay? I've also, that was, I was going to say again, dissecting the character of uh, red who goes in and interacts. I, you've already <laughs> said before that you have no remorse for, uh, for, you know, treating NPCs poorly. <laughs> well, I made, I made a joke once, uh, that some people took in poor taste, but the joke essentially was, I don't have any empathy for NPCs cause they're not real people were like so <laughs> fiction doesn't move you i was like that's not what i said <laughs> at all well, good storytelling is yeah. great storytelling but mm -hmm. uh it's storytelling is not you hitting a net over the head of a villager in animal crossing of a pink good storytelling is not canned dialogue and them saying like here i got you this uh camping lantern that's not storytelling folks that's that's just you're interacting with NPCs in a video game and it's it's just math okay so don't feel too bad about it uh I did feel a tinge of guilt because you know the there's a little bit of character to these characters but I didn't stay up all night thinking about like, what have I done to Fuchsia's life what if she becomes you know like an addict after the, all these things she becomes an alcoholic <laughs> oh, after like she's hooked on cherries and her island only grows apples yeah. <laughs> so, so she's living on trash island now <laughs> what you're looking for <laughs> is uh, eventually having done this, and th I want to say this took three days with Fuchsia. I specifically targeted her. Um, her. I specifically targeted this piece of math. Um, and eventually she walked she around. She has a name, Red. <laughs> <laughs> eventually she was walking around um, kind of with her head down like she was thinking, and this dialogue box popped up over her head as she's walking around where she's like, hmm. And so I went and talked to her and she's like, hey, I've been thinking uh, maybe it's time for me to move on. Uh, do you think I should leave or should I stay? So the game gives you the option. Uh, and I was like, you could get out. You and your dumb <laughs> voice can leave. Because, uh, oh, man, one time she, she was singing in the square. And then another character I have named Nana, who's a pink monkey, uh, was singing at the same time. And I was like, Ugh. oh, no, they're starting a choir. And so, uh, I, so I successfully booted Fuchsia um, after that interaction where uh, she, um, you know, I told her that it's probably a good idea if she leaves. Um, 
then the day after she's still there, but she's kind of packing up. And then the day after that is when she's fully gone from the island. So I loved your post where you said, I'm here to gloat. Get out. <laughs> yeah, I'm here to gloat. <laughs> and it was her with her head down, like her backs, her box is all packed up. I was like, oh, the soulless golem that is red. <laughs> uh, and so, um, so the other, other villagers that I have on my island, I have Snake, who's not going anywhere. Uh, I found Octavius, who is boss. He's like a pissed off um, octopus, and his smiling, frowning, simultaneous face is delight. Oh, you got uh, some fun ones. And his shirt. Well, I found him, and I'll get into that. I found him on a on a Nook Island, because when you have space, uh, you can find new villagers on the random islands. Mm-hmm. If you don't like that villager, don't talk to him, and then just go to another Nook Island, and there'll be a new villager. So I'm a, I'm a randomizer with this. I randomized a couple times when I started the game, and then once I picked up on how you got villagers, I tried to randomize it as much as I could to get the best option. Oh. Yeah, the so, campsite bit me in the in the butt a little bit because I didn't want the person in the campsite to join my island. Oh, who was it? I talked to them twice. His name is, uh, I think it's Jacques. Um, it's a, it's a French bird and he's very, very snooty. And he's like, well, don't you want me here? Don't you want me? You know, this is, this is like a role that I knew I would get. And now I'm here. So you're welcome me. And I'm like, I don't want you here. And it's like, well, go talk to Isabel. I talked to Isabel. She's like, do you want him to stay? And it's like, yes, or of course. And I'm like, no, (laughs) yes, of course. So the same thing happened to me with the campsite. I thought that the campsite would be somebody would appear. And if I wanted them to stay, they could, but somebody appeared and you had no option in order to progress the game. They had to join the island. So I got. Well, can you just Shep- like ignore them? Who's- but you have to know who they are. You have to talk to them at least. Right, know. but you can't progress as far as like uh, with Tom Nook and, and Nook services, unless you get an I'm Pretty sure. I know, and you need to have your numbers, of your island up, so you can get KK to come yeah, play. Yeah. And so, so I'm dealing with Jacques right now. And then I also found out the interactions, like uh, the sporty and the positive people, don't like the snooty people. So I'm like, all right, you're gonna, you better get ready to get out, Frenchie. So, <laughs> <laughs> so try so. those things that I said. Push him around, him with yeah. the net, you know, stuff like that. Send him some yeah. junk. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. so uh another character just moved in randomly and this is this is interesting because I had never seen this character either in the random islands or in the campsite. They just moved in. Uh and this was Eloise a, an elephant. And I went and I was like your shtick is you're a yellow elephant and that's it. And I, I was like, I don't want you on my. I only want like the most interesting villagers. I mean, there's yeah. like a robot bird in this game. There's like a guy, cool. a, a rabbit named Genji, that looks awesome. I was like, I want these villagers. I don't want. I love Hammy. It's a little hamster who's like this fat, short, round little thing, but he's always talking about like, you know how much I could bench press? I'm going to do win- some wind sprints right now. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, you're hilarious. I love you. Yeah, it reminds <laughs> me of that, uh, that nerd hamster from the movie Bolt. Just like picture him like that. Because I actually had him on one of the randomizers when I started the game. Oh, yeah. Um, That's funny. But I got Zucker. Zucker is cool. He's like a Takoyaki or something like that. Man, you got all the cool people. <laughs> oh, man. I need some octopi. Yeah, so there's some sweet octopus characters. I just got the uh, the the Toys R Us giraffe um, on my last no oh, Island nice. run. Yeah, just <laughs> I mean, moved in. At yesterday. least I, I have to tell myself. At least I haven't gotten a couple of the characters that are like horrifying. Like, who is it? Uh, KT on Twitter um, was mm-hmm. uh, was like, you know, I thought everybody was being dramatic about evicting characters until I got. I think her name was Naomi 
uh, or Nami or something like that. And it looked like a cow with like black eyes that were bleeding. And I was like, that's terrifying. Whoa. I, yeah. That's uh, a, it's the Marilyn Manson character. Yeah. Then. It looked <laughs> so. a little crazy. Um, and then there's, yeah, there's a couple other characters that are like, I would never want this character on my island, like the snooty bird stuff. So, yeah, I don't think I want any of the snooty characters and yeah. everything. So you got to be yeah. able to curate your, your, your villagers yeah. and it can be done. It can be done. Well, um, are but, you an amoeba? I don't. You don't strike me as an ami- amiibo collector, and since you're not an Animal Crossing fan, I it would surprise me if you had any Animal Crossing amiibos. <laughs> so it's but, funny that you mentioned that, though. Uh, when I found out that you can use the amiibos to kind of curate your villagers, mm-hmm. um, I was talking with uh, my good friend, the Black Humor Mage, and mm-hmm. he said that uh, you could pick up a lot of Animal Crossing uh, amiibo for pretty cheap because they made that amiibo game for the Wii U that nobody bought and so do you remember when like in toys r us and gamestop there were just like and walmart there was like a billion animal crossing amiibo and there was a billion everything amiibo but i didn't know animal crossing i'm like what is all this stuff yeah you're like who uh, would want a hundred copies of a mabel amiibo (laughs) (laughs) but i i went on ebay and i found a tom nook amiibo for like six bucks I was like, oh. if that helps me curate some villagers, then fine. Well, uh, I don't know if you're a fan of the Wish or the Geek app, uh, but they I actually did this before for like, uh, it was Breath of the Wild, I think you could do and get different ingredients. When you use certain amiibos, it would just give you different ingredients and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But what I do is uh, you get basically get these, uh, these tiny little mini cards. They're like, you know, inch and a half or two inch by, you know, inch and a half or something like that. It's like almost like tiny little trading cards, but they're plastic Mm -hmm. and they all have the little chips in there that the Amiibos do. So they copycat these things. So you buy them from China and uh, you can get all 50 Animal Crossing Amiibo uh, chips for $45 (laughs) if you order it off one of those things. So if you want to, if you really want to curate your island, you can basically do that and you're going to get all those to, to do it however you want. Wow. Well, that is a thing. Hacking. Then. Sorry, uh, I know I don't. I'm against time traveling, but I'm kind of not against that because so, I don't want to <laughs> literally physically buy all these amiibos. Because even if I wanted them, I have to do something with them, and I'm yeah. either going to throw them in a bag in the closet or I'm going to display them. And I'm, I don't know if I love Animal Crossing enough just yet to actually display. Yeah, you have guests over there, and you're like, a... what the heck is wrong with Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a Mega Animal Man Crossing. amiibo because I'm a big Mega Man fan. Mm-hmm. I bought the Link's Awakening amiibo when they released the remake because that's my favorite Zelda. And mm-hmm. I bought a Tom Nook one because I was like, I like Tom Nook. He's he's chill. He'll remind me of Dad Dumb. So yeah, but that's you, true. You mentioned time traveling, so let's let's address that a bit. Um, All right, let's. I don't dive into really have major thoughts on time traveling. I've never done it because for me personally, I want to get the most that I can out of this game. I don't want to reach end game like ASAP. I just want to be able to take my time and and build and feel like i've i've really uh kind of play the game at its own game and its own pace um but Mm -hmm. there are people who have essentially set the time on their switch forward and jumped ahead periodically throughout several days um so there are people several hours or something like yeah you know they've essentially built everything in like the first week of this game yeah, and I think I share the same sentiment. I mean, that's the reason I don't start a Final Fantasy game and already have this strategy guide next to me because I really want to enjoy this game. You know, I wanted to... I, it's my first really, you know, deep dive into an Animal Crossing game. It looks like they've done really well. I'm enjoying myself so far. So I would like to see what unravels. Uh, so I'm really avoiding 
you know, the deep Reddit posts of like, what's coming? What's coming next? Because people were talking about the the bell day or the, the bunny day thing is coming. And I was like, all right, I'm not going to read into that. Yeah, just people see that it when it gets here, you know. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I'm enjoying. Yeah. However, I'm not going to gatekeep anybody there. If maybe some people don't have the time to really like, you know, put in the hours to yes. be able to really, you know, you can grind this game. This game can be a grind, especially I just... <laughs> You know, I, I talked about being, going and tarantula hunting with you is because I would start at 7 p.m. is when tarantulas will come out and you mm-hmm. start to go to these islands. And I would go and and it would take me 7.30 or 8 p.m. until about 1 in the morning. And I could really get like two full loads of tarantulas, bring it back and, and stock it up, waiting for Flick to come mm-hmm. so I could get all my money. So I actually paid off my $1.2 million loan from Tom Nook already because wow. I was, uh, yeah, tarantula hunting so much. So I did that. That was a grind. Now, I understand yeah. people Cannot, don't have that yeah. kind of time, so I'm not going to fault them if that's how they want to play the game. It doesn't right. affect me negatively, so I don't hate on them, but you know, it's not something that I would enjoy, I think. Right, and that's, that's, that's again, to echo the sentiment that you echoed that I echoed. <laughs> um, I, I don't think it's necessarily cheating. Um, there are some people that have phrased it that way. Um, it's... It's just something that I wouldn't do um, because the specific way that I want to play this game. But if somebody wants to play it in that way, that's totally fine. And again, it's like, yeah, like you said, it doesn't impact my yeah, life. We're not doing versus multiplayer of Animal Crossing, which would be pretty <laughs> intense. It's not but a it's competition. Like, yeah. It's not a competition. <laughs> right. That's which the thing. I did. And, like yeah. there was that. I, I was kind of hoping that would be like April Fool's, but they didn't because they're Polygon. Uh, Polygon put out that article about uh and maybe they did say april fools i checked on april fools but i didn't check at the end of the day no it was about the fomo and the the jealousy right yeah it was like people on social media are getting jealous about what other people have and have built uh and i was like man if you're jealous about things that people have that you don't in animal crossing wait (laughs) until you grow up and like real life hits and then you look at your neighbors and you're like well dang it I'm feeling terrible about what other people have is just essentially just being selfish. You know what? I'm going to chalk that up to a positive because uh, you're learning about debt. You're learning about uh, <laughs> yeah, you're, you you're learning money management. Uh, you are learning about uh, yes, uh, Animal Crossing isn't fair and life isn't fair. Okay, so you better learn these. There you these go. Things yeah. In Animal Crossing. And the, the beautiful life thing lessons. is seeing what individual players have done with their islands in their own unique ways. Oh, the creativity and like the, yeah, the individual touches that people are doing and there's some that are yeah. Because what bonkers. would be the point if what would be the point if you had everything? It wouldn't actually make you happy. And these people, it seems like they're thinking, I mean, like like I said, are these people who walk through the, through malls and just like, man, I feel so terrible that I can't have everything in this mall. You can't <laughs> have everything in the world. You can't. No. And people, and again, life lesson, right? You have all the money in the world. You buy all the things you want. And you're like, why aren't I happy? Yeah. It's like, well. well. Some of the unhappiest people in the world are like that's, super famous. I, if they're right. not unhappy, then they're like super weird. So like, also yeah. very right. Yeah. So yeah, it's so. just, yeah, it's one of those strange things, but the, what other players are doing with their game doesn't really, it shouldn't affect you. Okay. There was a guy who came to my Island. He had like a crown on. I was like, how the heck did you get that? I open up my, my, uh, Mabel sister's shop and they were selling the crown for like a million dollars. I was like, Oh, that's how he got it. But it doesn't, yeah. it's not like I was like, Oh, it feels so bad that I don't have a crown. Um, and I, 
some people just need to grow up, I think. You know? I was a little jealous that you had your complete red mage outfit built already. I was like, that's amazing. Oh, I wasn't jealous. I was, oh, dude, I that, was actually really impressed. I was like, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, day <laughs> that, one, was, you were like, that was day one I had to build This is that. happening. Yeah, uh, of course. But I hit a present and like a cavalier hat fell out of the sky. I was like, this was for me. Sent oh, it was, from God it himself. was perfect. That's right. Yeah. Tom and, Nook. That's right. Tom Mr. Thou asked, how would you be able to convince me to purchase this game? Which will undoubtedly replace my current love, which is Stardew Valley. How do you? How would you convince somebody to purchase this game? I wouldn't. If you <laughs> love, I know. If you love Stardew Valley, play it until you're ready to move on, and then pick this up. I don't think that. I don't think that there's. Uh, you're definitely not missing Bunny Day. You know, I don't say like, <laughs> oh, bro, FOMO in because you're gonna miss this sweet Bunny Day. Yeah. Do it yourself. The re- The only Palette reason to colors. play it now is everybody's playing it now. That's true. You have more islands to visit. There's going to be more engagement with people. But uh, it's not the worst yeah. thing on earth. Oh, and no, that it's... reminds me. Uh, another horrible thing. You could crash crash the uh, the game oh, yeah. uh, slightly if too many people come to your island. Because you posted your Dodo code. I posted uh, my Dodo code. And like people I don't know were like, oh, man, I want to come to your island. And like 100 people tried coming to my island like all at the same time. And you crashed time, the game. I know. And the that... game crashed and the gates closed. I was like, that's really funny. Why is yes. that? Why is that a thing? I don't why, know. Why is it not defensible? Like once there's eight people that it just says, it sorry, this game is off. full. Yeah. Instead, it, it allows you to DDoS you know, somebody's <laughs> island. <laughs> essentially. Like, That's funny. And somebody somebody who was uh, an early responder to that, that Dota code that I put out was like, hey, you better close your gates before you hit eight people or it'll crash. And I was like, oh, no. So I tried running toward the airport. Of course, I'm just stuck in the loading scene. So oh, no luck. No, loading screen after loading screen. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah that's that's really funny, actually. But also, can I just talk about the irony that, you know, the uh, the the airport, the airline company is a flightless bird. Yeah. <laughs> An extinct <laughs> joke, flightless bird. <laughs> the joke uh, Black Humor made, made was... Uh, um shoot what was it um oh i get it the the airline is run by dodos because airlines are extinct (laughs) oh topical i get it it. topical Uh, yeah and uh the the airline is dal and they say it's the same font as jal japan airlines so dodo airlines it's the exact same font so i was like haha nod to japan airlines it's pretty funny yeah i love those too there's the nightmare dodo that sounds like he's like summoning a, a a devil and then there's the nice one so yeah, yeah, the, the tactical one. Yeah. He's like, check. He's like, I thought you fought the farm. I'm like, fought the farm. Fought That's the not farm. a thing. I know because you get bitten by a, tar- a tarantula and you collapse. Yeah. And he's like, oh, it's okay. I-, I thought you fought the farm. It's okay. Call off the search. Grounded pounders back and ready to go. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm grounded pounder. Grounded okay. Pounder. <laughs> How about you back off, Dodo? Okay, and just get an altercation before I make you extinct too. <laughs> so, <laughs> Mister Thou, if if yes. all this doesn't convince you. Uh, yeah, that's right. Here's the thing that I would say. Stardew Valley is a great game. I don't know that Animal Crossing New Horizons is as good as Stardew Valley, but it is a different kind of game than Stardew Valley, I would say. They're mm-hmm. both village sims. They're both farming sims. Well, uh, I wouldn't even say that uh, New Horizons is a farming sim, actually. It has very little harvesting and growing and all that sort of thing in it. That's true. But uh, it has a lot of the same things that make Stardew Valley really fun. So it is just kind of a, a more simplified and clunkier version of Stardew Valley. Uh, so and Stardew Valley has had well. plenty of t- yeah, but Stardew Valley has had plenty of time to add so many features that make it so much you know so great. Yeah. I didn't play Stardew Valley day one, so I don't know what that looked like. 
But. No, I only played Switch day one, which had already had PC oh, yeah. evolutions for, for a while. Yeah, exactly. So, and again, uh, Animal Crossing may they may take this and keep upgrading it and releasing little tidbits and and, and modifying it, and they they could really make this something that you could really spend a lot more time and have a lot more interest in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, just side note, I was actually thinking, I was really excited. I thought multiplayer was maybe, if you're talking about exclusive stuff, like maybe there's only multiplayer islands that you can go to. Like you get together with two people, three people, four people, and then you all get your Nook Miles ticket. You can only go to these multiplayer islands that requires collaboration or teamwork yeah, or something. That would be super cool. That would be a very exclusive and fun uh, excursion to do with friends. Because yeah. Right now, friends limit you. They don't. They don't add to your experience. They right. take away from it, kind of. Maybe uh, you're sort of almost looking at like, yeah, an Animal Crossing like crafting or farming raid, an island raid of some kind. <laughs> yes. uh, it could be a lot of fun, but uh, we'll see if that's something you can knock out. Lord of the Flies and Animal Crossing. Yeah. So that's, a couple yeah. more questions here. Um, and by the way, if you'd like to ask questions or share comments uh, and get a mention on MageCast, you need to visit my Twitter profile, at the Well-Read Mage. Uh, typically, early in the week, I'll announce the next game that we're going to cover, and then I'll put out the call for any questions or comments. So look out for that if you're interested. Uh, this question, uh, a couple of questions here from Aeros er- Elric, uh, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the Teal Time Mage. Would you say the new seasonal weather system based on a player's real-world location adds new reality to the game, or is it just an unnecessary mechanic? Also, should Isabel get an added buff in Super Smash Bros.? <laughs> the answer to the second one is no. Absolutely not. Why, is she already too powerful? Yeah, she, that game doesn't need any more unbalancing. I'll just say that <laughs> right true. now. Like, she's got some, she's got some, some things that she can use. But I don't think any character needs to get a buff in, in or a nerf in Smash. Uh, I think Cloud needs to be more powerful. He's not great who? in Smash. Cloud. Oh, Cloud. Yeah. yeah. Cloud. Cloud. Yes. Yeah. He's the uh, one that the emo players can pick, and they can have him. There you go. That's, that's right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the seasonal weather system. I thought it was pretty cool. I was like, oh, it's a cloudy day outside. Oh, it's a cloudy day in the game. Uh, so that's um, But I mean, I was actually thinking about that. And I'm like, well, that's, I mean, I'm not going to say boring because, you know, it, it's not boring. But we live in Southern California. Yeah. It's sunny 360 days a year. <laughs> so we're always going to have sunny days. Yeah. Now, if there are certain uh, fish or insects that only show up during rain, we're gonna have a, a tough time. Yeah, you know, we're it's gonna have to make some friends. It's rained a couple times with... in my game so far, but it's it's, it's never April, once. So. Never once in my in my game has it rained. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, not not once. Only on um on Nook Mile Islands. Um, now I mean we need to make friends with somebody in like uh, the UK because then it'll it'll rain every single time we visit them. There you go. So we can go catch all their stuff there. So yeah, you so. could do that, but I. I don't know. I mean, it's not something I've given too much thought about. Um, don't you want that golden net, bro? You want that golden, <laughs> golden fishing rod? Golden net, bro. Yeah, bro. So, uh, a couple no. final uh, questions here. This is from Lodestar Valor. How far along are each of you on your island? So you mentioned you paid off that. That's the final loan for the house. Oh, the one uh, no. No? No, I just got a $2.5 million one that's for a basement. That's ridiculous. I know. He even warned me. He's like, I know you you experienced some sticker shock before, but are you ready? And I was like, yeah. It's like $2.5 million. And I'm like, oh, my God. You're like, for essentially, yeah, a house that's just not going anywhere. He's like, I'm going to add a room. $2.5 yeah. million. For a basement. <laughs> I, like, oh, I know. Yikes. Uh, so yeah, I'm, 
I would really cranking on my house specifically. And essentially, as soon as it gets nighttime, I start going, I get Nook Mile tickets and I just start going to different islands. And if the layout is as flat as possible, um, I have realized that, you know, it's like you, you spawn whatever insects are available there, but they have to spawn on certain things. Atlas moths spawn on trees. Oh, yeah. uh, citrus beetles spawn on stumps. So if you remove those, then you're limiting what can spawn. Uh, so you, you take all the flowers, you pick all the flowers, and then there's no uh, bugs there to spawn on the flowers if they're just stems. So you pick all the flowers, you chop down all the trees, uh, you get rid of the rocks for centipedes and, and pill bugs, and then you're left with mostly tiger beetles, uh, water beetles, now that it's uh, uh, April, they're new, uh, and they sell for 2000 so it's not terrible. Yeah. Um, but the spiders sell for 8000 normally, and if Flick is in town, they sell for 12000 Each, so yes. I, yeah, each. So I was spending, and I showed you the picture, I had yeah. 29 spiders that I was selling at one time oh, to Flick, man. and I was like, yes, and so or 39. The first time that I found a tarantula farm was also oh, the, the same island. day that oh. Flick appeared on my island for the first time. So I was like, sweet. And the first time I talked to him, I thought he said... I will buy bugs off you for three times the price. So oh, I man. stocked up on all these tarantulas. I'm like, I want to have a million bells. And then I got back there. And he's like 400, you know, thousand. Yeah, 400 something. something yeah. And I was like, <laughs> well, uh, here you go. <laughs> but uh, I'm yeah. not as far ahead uh, in the game as you are with um, the house thing. Um, mm-hmm. I do need to do more tarantula farming. Um, I think I'm on the 700k um, loan right now, um, and I'm th- probably going to take it easy for a little bit because I'm not even using like the third room in my house. No, I, I don't have enough furniture for the, all the rooms now, and I'm about to have the basement built. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to have an empty basement. An empty basement. You know? I really want to build an arcade. But I would I too, and I'm sure stuff. that there's gonna be some really cool uh, furniture and stuff like that that you can. Yeah. Uh, eventually, I'll stock up, and well, I think it'll be really cool to to really personalize. But right now, we're still new in the game, and I've just been, you know, like I said, grinding. Yeah. You know, I do two full by between 7 p.m. and 1 a.m. when I, you know, kind of jump in and out of the game. I can get two full loads of mostly tarantulas and then other stuff too, some tiger beetles, some water beetles when I finally leave. So I'm getting good hauls. So I'm really advanced in my house, but I've only got one bridge built aside from the first one you're forced to build and one incline. And I've got five other residents on my island other than myself. So that's my progress thus far. Yeah. And it sounds like we're in about in the same place in terms of residents. Uh, mm-hmm. Honestly, how much longer is this podcast? Because I'm going to play Animal Crossing New Horizons as soon as it's done. <laughs> I know, and I'm gonna. I want to. I want you. I want you to visit my island and see uh, Fuchsia's uh, trailer park. Yes, and, I totally I will. See I how you've updated I'll go up there too. I'll be like, "Hey, oh. you had to come to Sanity's." Island. And you have to see my creepy bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> come visit my island and see my creepy bathroom. I will. I will do that. Uh, I have something for you that you could add to your creepy bathroom. Actually, so. sweet. Uh, I will do that. Um. So uh, he, he Lone Star Valor also asked uh, favorite characters so far on your island. We talked about that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, finally, something notable from another island. We talked about that. Um, so what I really want to close with here is Lone Star Valor asked, if at all, how much has New Horizons helped you in this time? Uh, I have not mm. left the house since because I was so sick since uh, just after Valentine's Day. Uh, and I mean, I've been outside, but I have Dang. not really gone to like a store or the gym or a park or hiking or any of <laughs> Your those Hawaiian things. Your Hawaiian skin like is bleached do. now. What'd you say? 
Your Hawaiian skin is now bleached now. Yeah, from I'm no Michael sun. Jackson now. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, right. <laughs> uh, so I miss doing those things because I miss getting together with friends. I miss taking my kids to places and things like that. I miss visiting family. Uh, there's such a thing as too much of a good thing. Um, you know, I mm-hmm. there were times in my life where I was like, all I want to do is just stay home. And like now, all I do is stay home, and I'm like, when is this over? You get a little antsy, and you're like, oh, yeah. but starting to get bed sores from playing video games. Yeah, <laughs> but I will say that Animal Crossing New Horizons is not helping me to get through my backlog. That's for sure. Uh, that's my complaint too. <laughs> but it is cool in order to have sort of what feels like an outside excursion, and I kind of get a little bit of that itch for the ocean scratched. Yeah, and I, I, I agree. I feel like it allows some socialization when, you know, with I know you've, you've actually, against your MMO promise, that you went back and started playing Final Fantasy uh, uh, 14. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but this also, it's something, you know, we're all on Twitter, we interact, we can all be like, oh my gosh, but now we're Animal Crossing, we can interact. So it's still fun to feel like you're engaging with other people, which is fun. Um, maybe some people need need the new game more than most but i think anybody that's been a gamer or a you know especially someone that appreciates retro our backlogs really need some love yeah so this is actually taking away from my backlog yeah. i f- i do not fault it because i'm having a lot of fun um you know and with a bunch of friends too so it's it's good to have something new in this fresh time rather than being like hmm what achievements haven't I gotten? Or, oh, I need to finish this one. Or, oh, I'm going to go on, go die on Sekiro 7 million more times. <laughs> there are a like bunch that, so. of, of uh, games that I could be playing right now. Um, mm-hmm. So I, d- I don't think that I needed uh, Animal Crossing or that it's really helping me in any particular sense um, that I couldn't have already been helped in by mm-hmm. Gears and Legend of Dragoon and Eternal Sonata, for me. And all these games that stare at yeah. me from the shelf. Uh, so it's nice to have, though, is the thing. It's nice to be yeah, able to Yeah, I have... appreciate it, but I didn't think it... I I needed it. Like, oh, thank God, Pride yeah. Crossing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's... You know, and I I could be going and playing Beat Saber in VR, and and, <laughs> and I, I, I hit up my Apple Watch, and it's like, if I play for an hour, I burn like 600 calories. So I'm like... That I want to come out ripped from quarantine. Yeah, from quarantine, people are like, how did he do it? Did he quarantine in a gym? How? And you're just like, beat saber, bro. <laughs> well, actually, I, I I used to do this with fighting games. Every time I lose, I have to do ten push-ups uh, and stuff like that. That was that was helpful. So now, when I'm uh, just like going and clearing an island of you know trying to get tarantulas and other stuff out. I do squats or I do sit-ups while playing the game. So it's like I do that for monotonous stuff. So yeah. it's. Uh, fitness games. You make them yourself. There you know? go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sanity, Aaron, thanks for being on this episode. Uh, Always a pleasure, man. Thanks for having me. Where where can Always our listeners time. find you? Uh, you could usually find Red and myself, uh, both on Twitter. We're there <laughs> daily and interacting and having fun holding and hands. poking fun at yeah. each other and yep. holding hands, but keeping uh, social distancing responsible. Yeah. So, yes, virtually holding hands. Uh, you can find me on there at Sanity Crypto. Uh, you will see uh, plenty of gaming stuff, opinions, and uh, some cryptocurrency rants and nonsense. Um, if you want to learn about Bitcoin? Come hit me up. You know? <laughs> but uh, otherwise, I have a neglected Instagram. And then also check out its uh, VRA podcast on uh, Twitter and Come hang out sometime. It's fun. There you go. If you want to argue about California, 
I know this guy right here. <laughs> <laughs> we had our fun little thread there too. Yeah, oh man. Drew in some randos from the sidelines. I was not. Was I didn't wake up that morning intending to offend uh, native Californians, but it just happened naturally. <laughs> you know, you have you have a gift. Yeah, it, so. <laughs> and people pretend like I like I invite that sort of thing. I was like, all I said was a joke that I liked. All I said was a thing that popped in my head. I didn't. I know. I didn't ask people to get insulted. Well, anyway, yeah. see you later. Uh, actually, I'll see you on Animal Crossing. I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I'm I will see you. Later. Later. Yeah. Uh, thanks again for having me. And uh, yeah, thanks guys for listening. Yeah. Peace. Thanks so much for listening. If you're interested in helping to support MageCast or the Well-Read Mage Global concept, then you can do so in the following ways. Head to patreon.com forward slash the Well-Read Mage to learn more about our crowdfunding campaign. Leave us a review on sites like Podchaser or iTunes. Visit our core headquarters, thewellreadmage.com, to interact with our content. Or visit our new Ko-Fi page. Don't forget to keep an eye out for our newest show, Story Mode, with an episode every Friday. That about wraps it up, so if you'll excuse me, I have an island empire to manicure. This episode may be over, but the legend will live on. Passed down by the dwarves the elves, and the dragons. Hello everyone, this is Ryan from Retro Game Brewers, and I'm here to talk to you about an entertaining new weekly video game podcast from Blue Williams, the Well-Read Mage, and myself, called Story Mode. We break down the most recent news in gaming, provide our opinions, and debate whenever necessary. Our opinions aren't always the most popular, but these are our stories and we're sticking to them. Story Mode is a part of the Little Fella Media Network and is sponsored by Buzzsprout and is available anywhere you listen to podcasts. Story Mode. Stay a while and listen.